855-W233-DB Norwich. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. A pandemic-era asylum restriction hangs in the balance following intervention by the Supreme Court. The border policy known as Title 42 is set to expire tomorrow, and conservative-leaning states warned that a massive influx of migrants would overwhelm law enforcement and health care services. Chief Justice John Roberts granted a temporary stay, giving the Biden administration until 5 p.m. Eastern today to respond. The Department of Homeland Security is responsible for enforcing border security, and the White House says it has been surging resources to the southern border. Greg Clugston, Washington. In a move that former President Trump has denounced as blatantly political, the Democrat-controlled House January 6th committee urging the Justice Department to pursue criminal charges against Mr. Trump and some of his associates. And some of the former president's personal financial information may soon be made public. The House Ways and Means Committee is expected to vote today whether to publicly release former President Trump's tax returns. If the Democrat-controlled committee moves forward with the plans to release Trump's tax returns, it's unclear how quickly that would happen. The Supreme Court last month cleared the way for the Treasury Department to send the returns to Congress. That's correspondent Donna Warder. Keep this in mind if you have travel plans, heavy snow, possible blizzard conditions in the forecast for a large part of the country ahead of the Christmas weekend. The Midwest and the Great Lakes region in the bullseye for heavy snow and high winds. Extreme cold is also in the offing. Bone-chilling cold may extend to the deep south. Forecasters say that parts of the east that do not get snow can look forward to torrential rain. Rainfall measured in inches. On Wall Street right now, the Dow is 60 points higher. The Nasdaq is down 8 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Attention, this is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, people are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-279-7495. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-279-7495 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-279-7495. What do you have to lose? Call 800-279-7495. Again, 800-279-7495. Citing a threat from without, Russian President Putin ordering stepped-up border security. President Putin's remarks for Security Services Day come at a time when government is increasingly clamping down on dissenting voices including those that condemn Moscow's war in Ukraine. He was uncompromising. He said the security services should quickly thwart any attempt to violate Russia's borders, combat risks coming from abroad, and identify traitors and saboteurs. He also said the special services should ensure the safety of people living in the parts of Ukraine that Moscow claims as its own. 
In some of these areas, most notably Kherson, Russia has recently suffered significant military reverses. The BBC's Charles Haviland. A German court has convicted a 97-year-old woman of being an accessory to murder. Her role as a secretary to the SS commander of the Nazis' Stutthof concentration camp during World War II. Townhall.com. Mostly clear to start. Sunny today with highs in the upper 30s and low 40s. It'll be breezy to start, but that wind should relax a little bit this afternoon. Tonight, mostly clear, cold, 21. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, highs near 40. Thursday, increasing cloudiness, becoming breezy. Precipitation could start briefly as a wintry mix inland by evening. Otherwise, expect rain at night. Temperatures in the mid-40s Thursday. In the early morning forecast in our Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy day. 33 in Norwich, 36 in New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. A guy was shot in the head early this morning in Norwich. Happened around 1230 at the Ravi Mart on Central Avenue. The man was inside a vehicle at the gas pump when somebody riding... And a Jeep Cherokee pulls up and starts shooting. Well, police believe the guy was targeted. He was taken to back his hospital for non-life-threatening injuries. The Norwich City Council last night delayed action to deem newly purchased land in Occam a business park. Councilors still have questions, want more time to review plans. Residents voiced concern and oftentimes anger for about two hours last night during a hearing on the plan. That hearing was continued until January 3rd. Federal funding is coming to Griswold to upgrade low- and moderate-income housing. McCluggage Manor getting $2 million in upgrades. And Senator Richard Blumenthal says the January 6th committee issuing criminal referrals for former President Trump will matter vitally going forward. Blumenthal says the referrals of prosecution for Trump creates momentum in the Department of Justice, even though its investigation is separate, says the evidence produced by the January 6th committee is compelling and powerful and shows that nobody's above the law. Blumenthal says there is more than ample evidence for the referrals to be made. Sunny 42 today, 33 in Norwich at 10.05. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. Nobody is above the law. <laughs> nobody's under the law either. No, I guess we all are. Depending right? on what We're side, all under the law. Depending on what side of the fence you're on. Well, I could get into that. Good morning, Marty. Hello, Stu. Hello there. Let's play Family Feud. I love Family Feud. Okay. It'll just be. I'm, I'm a one-man family. One I man don't family. have my family here. Well, maybe, that's it. I'm I sorry. would have invited them if you would have well, told me. Well, you could me. Uh, call members of your family, could but call uh, them, yeah. we don't have a lot of time. No. Most popular place to hide holiday gifts. Uh, well, I'll just say me, I do the closet, bedroom closet. closet. Number one ding, answer. Ding, 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 ding. 53%. Number one answer, closet. You want, um, you want some more? Yeah, want some more. Um, <clears throat> basement. See if basement is in here. Yes, 16%. Yes. Woo! Okay, keep going. Uh, basement, bedroom. Under the bed. Under the bed, 26%. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the, you're good. Well, the family would be so proud of you. I hide stuff. Um, <laughs> closet was where my, my uh, parents would always hide the stuff. Yeah, of course, I yeah. knew it. Did you? But I was a little kid, and I used to look up, and I'd see something up there, you know, mm. up on top. But you didn't let on that you knew? Nah, not, not for a while. No. Mm -hmm. It was kind of cute. Uh, drawers, maybe, like cabinet or uh, 
dresser drawers or spare drawer cabinet. Yeah. Is there more? Yeah. More? There's a lot of them. Uh, We'll just keep keep going until you miss one. uh, Some of these are really bizarre. I guess you could uh, hide them in a garage. Garage. Popular place to hide holiday gifts in the garage. Wow. Fifteen percent. Good at this. You're good. Keep going. Um, You've already accumulated hundreds of dollars here. I think I. Um. Basement. Attic. Attic. Thirteen percent. Yes. Man. So, do you want to keep the five grand, or you want to go for ten? I'm going to keep the five. Keep the I'm five. Out of answers. You're running out of places to hide, huh? Running out of places to hide. Well, let me tell you about some of the other ones. In the bathroom. Not, what? That's a horrible place. You, yeah, because you'd never think to look in the bathroom. Everybody goes in the bathroom. So where's you going to put in the med- medicine cabinet? Medicine cabinet or That's maybe crazy. under the towels in the linen closet or in something? In a storage unit. There's another in a shed in it. In a kid's room. Why would you hide the presents in a kid's room? That's where they are. Outside. Outside. Hiding things outside. You know, I think I have done that. I've hidden birthday presents, but they were outside gifts. They're like flowers or hanging pots or something. Well, there you go. At someone else's house. That's pretty safe, huh? Yeah, I've heard of that. Under the couch. Yeah, I was going to say under some furniture. In the basement, you said. uh, said Yeah. In the trunk of the car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a pretty good one. Coat closet. Yeah. yeah. Spare room, and uh, you were right. Number one answer, the bedroom closet. That's where mine go. That's where yours go, even now that your kids are older? Well, I mean, for my wife. Oh, your wife. I, I hide her presents there until I wrap them. You mean she doesn't know? At this particular... I don't know if she knows. I think she probably knows. She knows everything. But she likes she likes surprises, doesn't she? It's pretty well hidden because I've got hanging clothes, and I just throw them behind there, and so my hanging clothes, you okay, know, hide okay. them. And I've got two levels of the closet hanging. Gals love rack. surprises, don't they? They love surprises? Yeah. Who doesn't love surprises? Yeah, I know. I like good surprises. I don't like bad surprises. I like good surprises. It's really tough, though, I find, because, you know, somebody, uh, you know, you ask your wife what she wants, and uh, she says, well, I want a surprise, but she she gives me hints. See, I'm not even getting that this year. I mean, she's basically been no help to me this year. None. Usually she's pretty decent help, but this year, no help. Huh. One thing she asked for, or no, two things. Yeah? One I can't find, and the other I've gotten. Can we help you find it? No, I don't think so. I just don't think they're they're <clears throat> they're there, but they are not in the right color. I see. And when they're in the right color, they're not the right size. I've been to this place three or four times, and then strike out every time. All right, here's another family feud question. Oh, ooh, more feud. Let's a, play the feud. A survey by Voucher Codes reveals that families will argue on Christmas mm-hmm. when. Like, under what circumstances or what time or... Before breakfast. That's what they argue. They argue before breakfast? What's the peak time for uh, 
a family argument. Family feud on Christmas Day. This is a family feud this about is, family feuds. This is bizarre. This is so bizarre. So, like, like you want a time specific? There was a time when family uh, will have a feud on Christmas Day. When it all erupts, they can't take it anymore. Mm. Uh, all right, let's say Christmas dinner, I'm going to guess, is somewhere between 3 and 6. People are hanging out, talking, If you get, the, if you get this, I mean, I'm going to take you to lunch. I'm going to say... <clears throat> How specific do you want? Like, I'll say 3 o'clock. But Actually, it's a great guess. 3.18. Oh, I was 18 minutes off. 3.18. minutes off, yeah. So I'll get you dessert for that. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the liquor's kicked in. They're getting grumpy because they haven't had dinner yet, and uh, they didn't like their presents. Yeah, I'd say it's about right. They've probably been over there a few hours. What is the thing that is most stressful part of Christmas Day? stressful part of Christmas Day. It's not looking for the sales slip, no. <clears throat> wow, everything's done by then. You're near into the presents. Uh, I don't know, cooking the meal, I guess? Yep. Yeah. Look at the, You'd be great on that show. Can we get I you really, on there? I, yeah, I hope so. I'd love to be on really Family Feud. 17% of families will fight over what on Christmas Day? 17% will fight over this Christmas Day. Over fight what? Over. Uh, In fact, you don't even need Christmas Day to fight over it, actually. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. The TV remote? The remote is crazy. Is it really? You're a... Someone to watch sports. Someone to watch Christmas movies. Fly this guy to California for the family. As long as Steve Harvey doesn't kiss me, I'll be good. No, he doesn't. uh, Oh, he's not. They don't do that anymore. Richard Dawson did that. Dawson was, my God. He lick people, yeah. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Jeez. He would kiss everyone. Sometimes twice. Yeah. That was a very odd... Survey said, leave me alone. <laughs> Survey said, stop kissing. Well, you're really good at this stuff. Well, thank you. It's I just, think, you uh, got to think about it a little bit. You know, bit. once you're a good contestant on one of those game shows, the other ones call you. They want you on. Oh, really? I didn't know that's how oh, it Oh, my goodness. They make the rounds. Oh, I'll do that. Especially if you real, get really excited and jump up and down, and uh, you'll find somebody on The Price is Right, and then you'll find somebody on The Family Feud, and... Uh, you know what? You would have been a good game show host, I bet. I would like to do that, but you would, would be, be a great. you would be a great contestant. Well, maybe I'll try. I'll try that. I didn't know they uh, made the rounds. I could be a professional game show player. So what do you think uh, I'm going to do next on the show? Uh, Hit the jingle and start talking to the folks? That's right. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Happy Christmas week. Stu Breyer with you, WICH. Our, our news director, Marty, is a very bright man. Very bright. He should get on those game shows. Start things off with an open topic. 889-5252 is the telephone number. Hope you're all doing well on this December 20th. Welcome to the program. Hey, I'm the lead-off batter, Mr. Stu Breyer. My lead brother, Breyer. All right. See if you... Oh, Here's the I, can't be- I can't believe Marty. I, he is. He's... I met him at the DQ on June nineteenth. Yep. Hey, could you imagine with the coronavirus and kissy kissy? I never liked Dawson. I never liked uh, Family Feud because my thought was, hey, I'm on the show, and you know he's hitting on my girlfriend and my wife and my sister, kissy kissy. 
it, it wouldn't cut the mustard in, in uh, coronavirus days today, but I, I just thought he was too... Uh, Getting a little bit in the intimate zones, too. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, very few people look like they were refusing him, too. And uh, Yeah, was, I've he, seen it, too. Yeah, some of them didn't want a little kiss and a hug, you know, bro? He was uh, on there a long time, so I guess it didn't bother he too was. many people. Yeah, Yeah, and the survey says, and then, I like the show, but I thought he was a little too... I don't know, got a little bit yeah, personal. Maybe they got sick of him, told him to kiss off, you know. <laughs> you always have a great comeback, Stu Brar. And I love your sense of humor. You do, Stu. Second to none. Hey, UConn men, it jumped up to second. Hey, it's great. It's like the good old days, isn't it? Yeah, I would love <laughs> to see them up there, yeah. And the women, as sad as it is, I, I talked to my buddy, he... He's 75. He's a, he's a landlord. I talked to him. We go out for breakfast old times once in a while. I caught up with him this morning. He said, Joe, Joe. He speaks Italian, uh, old school. Joe. I said, yeah. And he loves the UConn women. He says, and they're ranked down to nine, but they got four of their starters. I said, what's going on with Gino? And Gino came over his mother and father from Italy. And he and Charlie, he's from Sicily. He grew up in Sicily. He's 75. He says, and he loves the women UConn. And he said, yeah, I said, Pops, his name is Charles. I said, Charles, he, you can't rely on just your front five. you got to have backup. He goes, I know, I know, I know. And the thing is, they got four of the stars out. They're well, down at nine. And you, you and can't I asked tell him us. about Brittany. Brittany, <laughs> and she's going back to the Mercury, and she's going to play for the professor. She made a half a million for the uh, WNBA and a million over in Russia. I said, I, I know for a fact she'll never go back to Russia to play. I said, see what greed does to people. No kidding. She, I'm glad she's home. I want the Marine home. I want Paul home, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. That would be a nice yeah. Christmas gift. What else can I talk to you about real quick? Oh, you had a good weekend? Yeah, it was fine. day off. You had a double day off. You had Friday, Saturday. You had a four-dayer. Yeah, I had a four-dayer. Like and you had, did you get all your Christmas shopping and all that stuff yeah, done? I'm in, I'm in pretty good shape. It's all right. Yeah. Yep. You know how blessed I am, Stu Breyer? How blessed are over, you? I went over to Lee Memorial Church. It's four doors down, right across from Sam's. They have a pantry every year. And there was 25 cars lined up. And here I am walking. I only live four minutes from the church. And they remember me, Stu. I walked right over to the tent, and there's a big loop, and you got to wait in line. Guy hooked me up, fourteen pound bird, frozen, and a big. He says, "Joe, can you carry it?" I said, "Certainly can." I came home with all the fixings, Stu, and they gave me a twenty dollars big white gift. Stu, I am blessed. I'm going to bless you for the happy holidays, Stu. Okay, you too, Joe. I'm telling you, life is good, and the checks in the mail. Good to hear that you're feeling good. Thanks. Thanks, Stu. Hey, you don't sound. Hey, did I hear a cough? Oh, you'll hear a few of them. It's my nature now. Anyway, have know, a great but, day. Oh, uh, wait. Are we on the verge of uh, conquering this epidemic with Stu Breyer? I uh, think we're on the verge. Uh, we're verging. I don't, we don't know. We uh, tried, you said you tried everything. Well, I'll try using nothing. See what happens. Stu, man, I love you. You know I do. See brother. you, Joey. All right, listen. I'm going to listen all day today. You got any guests today? I have a guest at 1 o'clock. Uh, very interesting about from a historical society in Connecticut. So, talk to you later. Oh, wait a minute. Very interesting, my dear Watson. <laughs> All right, brother. See ya. 
Hey, let's check the weather. This portion of our program is an open topic. What's on your mind? You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Sunny 42 today, clear, cold tonight, 21, mostly sunny tomorrow, 40. Clouds on the increase Thursday, becoming very windy. A wintry mix may start inland by evening. Otherwise, this is rain for everybody else, and a lot of it. Thursday's high, 45. That rain will extend until Friday. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Well, we're above freezing right now at 33 degrees. We'll get to your calls coming up. Old Man Winter will soon be visiting your home. Get ready for him with a reliable Honda snowblower from Dubay's Tractor Center. Just off Cucumber Hill Road on the Connecticut-Rhode Island border in Danielson. Dubay Tractor Center is your premier Honda sales and service dealer. Ready to fit your needs with the right snowblower for the job. From the 7-horsepower HS720 model to their largest 389cc 32-inch track drive model. Honda's two-stage track drive snowblowers are extremely versatile allowing for easy thumb operation to go from pavement to dirt, rock surface, without any tools. Climb the stairs and clean your deck with Honda's track drive models. Save not only time, but money too. Ask about Honda's special financing offers now available. See the complete line of Honda snowblowers at Dubay's Tractor Center in Danielson, celebrating 46 years of selling and servicing the finest in outdoor equipment. Online, it's DubayTractor.com. I stopped smoking with Mark Patrick's hypnosis when nothing else worked. One year later, my wife Michelle and I attended the Mark Patrick Weight Loss Hypnosis Seminar. In two months, lost 43 pounds, and she lost 18 pounds. And And we we feel feel great. great. Join Mark Patrick's Hypnosis Seminar. Lose the weight or stop smoking for only $49.99 guaranteed. Seminar Saturday, January 7th at the Hilton Garden Inn, Route 2 in Preston. Weight Loss Seminar, 11 a.m. Stop Smoking Seminar, 2 p.m. Sign up at markpatrickseminars.com. Stu Breyer with you, WICH. Going to be a pleasant day. Welcome to the program. Good morning, sir. Hello, Larry. So we're supposed to care now that uh, uh, Robert De Niro had his house broken in by, uh, of all things, a, a female who did it 16 prior times in the last three weeks? Yeah, pretty amazing. And she's still out there and probably out there right yeah. now. It's all over the TV like we're really supposed to care. How about all the other people that had their houses broken into? That's amazing, right? huh? Well, we got to make a big deal because it's his house. And he was home. So, he was sleeping. He was home. He didn't even know she was in there picking up yeah. some stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, six, so, well, he likes this uh, bail reform stuff. Anyways, he's one of these uh, people that are uh, for all this garbage that's going on, all this woke stuff. So let him get what he deserves. So, and she's back out on the street again, I think. Um, how about this other guy, this, uh, this punk, stole uh, all that uh, billions and billions of dollars and they're going to bring him home, and just because he's going to come home without an extradition, um, they're going to let him out on bond when he gets here. Well, I'm sure he'll be able to... Here's a Democrat that gave the Democrat Party $38 million after he stole people's money. Biggest Ponzi scheme ever in this country, ever. And they're going to let him out on bond when he gets here. Well, he'll be able to foot the bond bill, I'm sure. Let me tell you, if that was a Republican that did that... How much do you think the bond would be? How do you like this double tier of justice system we have? Well, it is amazing. For those who don't know about this woman who is a uh, pathological uh, robber, 
They just keep letting her out, and she keeps robbing people. And when they when they interviewed her, she said, "Well, I haven't killed anybody." Yeah, she says, "How oh, you like that one?" Yeah, well, okay. She's being interviewed. She says, "Well, I haven't killed anybody." Give, give her a big <laughs> round of applause. <laughs> oh, oh, when you think you've heard it all, it just more it just keeps coming out, doesn't it, Joe? It is. It is remarkable. I, why she yeah. is out, um, I have no idea. She should get five so, years at least in prison. It's the only way to stop yeah. her. So one other thing, I'll let you go. And uh, what do you think a couple about a couple of these uh, uh, trades? Uh, they had a busy weekend. Some of these people are going to be happy for Christmas. How about Benatinius? I thought he was going to be staying with the Yankees. What a shock that was going to uh, Chicago White Sox. I wish we got him back. You know something? He only signed for five years for $75 million. Mm. That's nothing. Yeah. Well. That's like $25 million a year for him. That's... Uh, uh, who else went to Chicago? Somebody else went to Chicago. Oh, Vasquez from Houston. Oh, really? Oh, hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. He went. Uh, he he went uh, over there also. And then um, who's that pitcher? A pitcher went to the uh, Dodgers for one year contract. Did the Red Sox do anything? Yeah, you know what the Red Sox picked up, which was a good pickup. He picked up Turner. Really? The whole thing is, is Turner, Turner plays third base for the Dodgers. <laughs> well, he's going to have to play another <laughs> position, obviously. Well, he's have a DH, one of the two. I, I, but he, he, I mean, he's a good third baseman. Yeah. Um, but he's a good ball player all around. I always thought Turner was a good player. Well, so, maybe oh, that'll oh, help. Oh, Martinez. That's what Martinez is going to. Uh, J.D. Martinez is going to uh, the Dodgers for a one-year contract, $11 million dollars. Yeah, well, year. I, I think he's pretty well done, so I, I don't, yeah. I don't care about that. Yeah. So I think they got a good deal on that. <clears throat> you know, Monty, they got Turner and in exchange for uh, for Martinez. So. Well, but, I was hoping they'd get Vasquez back, but they're not doing that. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, before well, you know it, spring training. Yeah, before you know it, just geez, right after Christmas, it goes by so fast, and then you. Mm. Um, then you really got the uh, rest of the people getting uh, getting fixed up with their teams wherever they're going. All right, uh, you keep me posted. I missed okay. a few of those. Oh, okay. Thanks, Larry. Hi, Stu. welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. Glad you're back. Thank you. I had a Monday off. Yes. Yes, you did. You deserve it too. Thank you. Um, you know, you know what I think about this Donald Trump case. Yep. Um. I'll bet that when they boil all the beans down, mm-hmm. he's going to, his punishment will be not to uh, carry any public office again. Well, I don't think he will anyway. i pretty trumped out, as most people are, and... Well, he he he's it keeps he's very determined, very determined. But I think his punishment is going to be that mm-hmm. he's not going to be able to to hold uh, any public office again. And that, to me, is justice served. Well, we shall see. I mean, that uh, never goes away. All these things with uh, Donald Trump. Some no, of them are, are Trump. He, he, some of them are trumped up. Other things uh, could be very real. I don't. Oh know. yeah. Oh yes. Yes. And he's very determined. 
So I think that's going to be his punishment, and he deserves it. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll remember that prediction. Remember that now. I will. Thanks. Okay. Hi. Welcome to the program. I'd like to make a call. Okay. That guy works overtime with the strange voice there. If you'd like to make a call. You think they would change that after all these years? Fox News commentary. The January 6th committee has recommended the DOJ investigate Donald Trump. Wow, how original. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. We conquer cancer. For the mom-to-be who is out of treatment options. For the doctor who has a brilliant idea but needs research funding. For the people who faced cancer head-on and climbed incredible heights while they were with us. For the children who celebrate the end of chemo. We conquer cancer for all who have been touched by it. Conquer Cancer accelerates breakthroughs in research and care for every cancer, every patient, everywhere. Join us at conquer.org. Christmas, Hanukkah, and New Year's wrapped into one for the perpetually Trump deranged. The January 6th panel wants the DOJ to investigate Trump over his involvement in the so-called insurrection. For the rest of us, this is Groundhog's Day. Investigating Trump, huh? What else is new? The panel, in all of its overhyped glory, says Trump obstructed an official proceeding, conspired to defraud the U.S., made a false statement, and their favorite incited an insurrection. Look, January 6th was a bad day for America, but can these selective pearl clutchers stop with their faux outrage? almost two years later? And if you think January 6th was bad, hope y'all will take a look at the summer justice riot season of 2020. And if you want to do a meaningful investigation, let's hear how the Hunter Biden and the big guy situation is finally going to see the light of justice and day. This is all such a waste of time. Get a new hobby. I'm Tommy Lahren. Boy, they're uh, un- uh, unveiling, if you uh, happen to see a, a network that tells you what's going on, of all kinds of uh, corruption with... Uh, the tweets and some of the things before the election, what went down uh, with the FBI. It's. I hope you all get to know the, what's been going on. And you're on the air. Welcome. Good morning. Morning. I'm calling, good morning. I'm calling on behalf of the um, Preston Senior Center and Youth Services, and I'd like to let your listeners know that we're having a free turkey giveaway at. Uh, 42 Long Society Road in Preston. That's the senior center. And it's through the cooperation of our resident trooper and uh, Park and Rec and Senior Affairs Committee. When you say a free turkey giveaway, you have a lot of them to give away? or Yes, we do. We have 123. Four, sorry. So those who are in need just come down and get it? Correct. No strings attached. No strings. No strings. I I hope people will be honorable and let those that uh, really are in need to get that turkey. That would be a nice thing. Okay. Thank you very much. Hey, thanks for doing that. Appreciate it. Okay. Hello. Welcome to the program. Well, that was a very nice call. Yes, and I think there's another one coming. Oh, okay. You want me to call back later? Yes, I do. You are quick. You are quick. Yes. I love those people over at the Preston Senior Center. They're delightful folks. Yes. But those are the kind of calls we want. Can we not talk about Trump this week? Good Lord in heaven. How about, dr- <laughs> how about drums, drumsticks? Or dr- uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. 
So, um, yes. you know, every time I hear one of those old phone company recordings, I think of your comments about, if you want to make a call, please. I Can't they do it? Um, Gee, that's so those, irritating. Um, I am guessing there must have been some sort of contract put into effect where they have to use that same recording for umpteen gazillion years. I do know that the people who voiced some of those old phone company recordings, like the number you have reached is not in service at this time, you know, mm -hmm. they made lots and lots of money. And I think there's still royalties being paid on those recordings. Oh, I don't know. That's been around a long time. Well, they have, I know. But why do they keep using the same one? There's got to be some reason. Hmm. And the only thing I could think of is M-O-N-E-Y. But that guy with the but, staticky voice, he'll knock you off your chair. Well, I don't know. It's just a poor recording quality. They probably recorded it on a cylinder. Guess so. <laughs> Good grief. Or an old cassette, an old eight-track tape. That's what it was. I hear that guy so often. It's amazing. I'd like to meet him. No, I don't think I would. Actually. Oh, he's yeah. probably ancient. He'll go. How do you do? I, I doubt his breath smells too good either. You know, with all that, that fireplace going in his mouth there. I think he could have at least cleared his throat before he did that. I don't. know. I would think. My goodness. So I thought maybe uh, I would interview Stu for Christmas. Okay, I'll get him. So, so I've got some questions for you. Still? Um, yes. So what is, um, what do you want for Christmas this year? And don't say nothing. I know, I know, I don't say, can't say nothing. <laughs> that's I can't what I would say, oh, nothing. <laughs> I can't say nothing because I'm on the radio, and that's that doesn't work. Um, I just like sweaters. I'm a sweater guy. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. All different color sweaters. You and uh, Mr. Rogers would have hit it off. I used to wear sweaters in the heat of the summer because I like, but you know, which was ridiculous. And you I, know, I need sweaters too. I am, I am short of sweaters. I think I only have one. Oh, that's, uh, well, that's what. Yeah, you need. I've got a few sweatshirts and you know, heavy shirts and flannel shirts, but I don't. I think I only have one sweater that survived the ages. Well, Santa listens to the program, so I think he can arrange. Oh, it. that's right, Santa does listen. Why do they call it sweater anyway? Well, like, yeah, I don't know. That's a good, uh, yeah, good question. Um, if you're too warm, you'll sweat. I guess maybe. I yeah, know. yeah. Mm. So, okay, what's your favorite thing to eat for Christmas? What are you, uh, what are you and your wife planning, or the family planning? What's the, what's the centerpiece of food for Stu at Christmas time? Well, what's my? I, believe it or not, it's uh, you know usually it's turkey, but uh, I like the vegetables and and a, I'm a nut for stuffing. <laughs> You're nuts for stuffing, is that what you said? I just love stuffing. Oh, stuffing is great. I agree. Stuffing and cranberry sauce. But I, uh, I'm, I'm into the vegetables now. I don't eat a lot of meat, but... Uh, well, good for you. Mm -hmm. You'll eat a little turkey or whatever, oh, right? Yeah, a little turkey, sure. Now, do you usually have turkey or ham or what for Christmas? Yeah, a combination. Yeah, a combination? I have <laughs> hamkey, hamkey. Hamburgers, cheeseburgers, yeah. hot dogs. <laughs> So, um, anything unique that your family does, Stu, as far as decorating? Some people have unique decorations that have been oh, we have passed. Some, we have big-time decorators. I mean, I don't know if they're unique, but, uh, I mean, really nice decorations. All right. Mm. You, go, you go to the nines, huh? Christmas tree? You get a real tree? No, I get a fakey. No. 
but it looks real. If you really don't, you really don't know unless you really yeah. get into the whiskers. Well, it's a real artificial tree. I will tree. tell you that this year, Kevin, the star on the top of the tree is so beautiful, and it usually takes two days, so it won't tilt one way or the other. We have the <laughs> right, yeah. perfect star on the tree. Nice. I, I was amazed at that. It took a long, many years to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, is this a new star, or one you've had for a long time? Well, it's just uh, happened to work out pretty well. It just, yeah. Yeah, my granddaughter... Well, you better get some pictures of that. My granddaughter, Mallory, I think, helped uh, get that perfect. Nice. She climbed the what, tree. What's, what's the one thing uh, you don't want to happen this Christmas in, in your in your household? I'm not talking about world events. Well, when anybody, you know, there's so much sickness around, I just hope we get through Christmas yeah. with, uh, you know, that would be Yeah, nice. that's very true. Favorite Christmas song? Well, that's so tough. Favorite Christmas song. It is a song. tough one. You know, I've heard so many, so many times, I, I don't know, rocking around the Christmas tree, and mm-hmm. there's so many, really. There, I know, that is a tough question, even for you. Even for me. I'll bet Marty would have been able to answer. Bring Marty in. Where's Marty? Where's hey, Marty. Marty. You'll get the number one answer. <laughs> you know, how many times can you hear White Christmas? You know, it's, it's nice. I, I like uh, Blue Christmas. That's one of my favorites. But you're right, there's so many. Mm. And it seems like every year I have a different favorite one. You know what? Uh, no one. You know I what? Just, no, you know what? I no one re- wants to hear anymore is Grandma got run over by a reindeer. People well, got, that, that, that we got burned out on that. Yeah, people got so sick of it. They overplayed it not only for a few years but for decades. They overplayed I know, that. So it's not really. Uh, I mean, I still have it, but yeah. Please, may I request that you not play it? I don't have that one. <laughs> All right, what's your favorite Christmas song? Do you have one? I, I couldn't tell you. Uh, the one that I heard this year that I've never heard before was Christmas Hallelujah. Oh, really? I don't know I that I don't one. know if you have it. I, <clears throat> I think it's sort of... Well, it's, it's They're very amiable words. I think anybody would find it enjoyable, but I don't know who does it. I, I'd have to look it up. Because I don't remember who does it, but it's a slow, like a choir song. Uh, Christmas Hallelujah, very, very simple chord arrangement, very beautiful, and I never heard it before. Well, buddy, um, maybe I can find it. Okay, if you can, I'll, um, I'll look up the, I'll see who did it, and I'll maybe give you a call later in the day. Well, uh, let me just ask you a couple of your questions. What do you, what would you like for Christmas? What would I like for Christmas? And not goodwill and peace on earth. We know. Okay, we we know about that, yeah, right? We know on that. And Phoebe's already got her new cat box, so she's all set. Oh yeah. Um, I need sweaters. Oh, you copycat! <laughs> all right, sweaters. Yeah, but I we have one sweater. You probably have thirty. I. How many right. sweaters do you have? I got about twenty-five. Yep. Okay. See there. <clears throat> I have a little sweatshop. So listen, uh, I hope you get some sweaters. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, this has been fun. Thank you for uh, being on our show today. Well, it's my pleasure. I hope you have me back sometime. We have a game you can play at home just for practice, so right. you enjoy that. Okay, thank you. And what's your favorite Christmas radio station? Oh, WICH. There are two of them. Good job. WICH AM and FM.
There you go. <laughs> My best answer. Just talk to you later, buddy. All right, buddy. Welcome to the program. You're on the air. Hi, Stu. Hi. I have a song request. Um, whenever, um, oldies or whenever you take the request. But I heard a song this morning by um, Coco Jones. Coco and I Jones. Think Kevin would appreciate this. It's uh, Silver Bells by Coco C O C O Jones. Really beautiful. I don't know who that is. But that doesn't mean I won't play it. Okay, if you find it, it's beautiful. She sings beautiful in that song. And because he likes bells, I'm mm -hmm. thinking he would like that. Sure. Okay. Thanks for the Thank tip. Thank you. You're welcome. Coco Jones. Hi, welcome to the program. Yeah, well, good morning, Stu. Hi there. Hey there. Um, so... I heard I heard controversy that shouldn't be controversy over, but apparently uh, the controversy is Senator Mike Lee is trying to pass some bills where sites that have obscene stuff like pornography have age verification um, uh, in place. Right now, it's a veritable free for all. You can you can get whatever you want, wherever you want it, however you want it, uh, and in, right now there's there's no limit to what the content is. Never mind whether it is accessible to children. Now, mm -hmm. I, I called, since it's in the Senate, I first called Murphy and Blumenthal's office. I also called Courtney's office. I think it's important that we, uh, I would hope everybody agrees with me, children should not have access to pornography on the Internet, especially the type of pornography that's on the Internet is a lot a lot more than it was in your Playboys. <clears throat> uh, it can be anything you can imagine, and, and many things that you cannot imagine are going to be on the Internet. Well, I go along with that. They shouldn't have access to it. Yep. Yeah, I would. Uh, <clears throat> it, it, apparently, it's a controversy. Now, I, I've called and, I, and I've added uh, a few things to tweak them, but also things that they could use to tweak my side. Like to tweak them, I, I said that it's common sense. You should uh, restrict all content, even in books, um, that's pornographic or that's racist or so forth. That would be you know accessible to children, and that would and I even included uh, the gender identity stuff, just to keep it away from the kids, you know, let it be a conversation for adults. But to tweak the conservatives, just for example, Ann Coulter, who I usually think is, is uh, correct, um, yesterday she tweeted out a, a recommendation to read a book that's called The Camp of the Saints. Now, I've heard of this book because it's mentioned as uh, former President Trump's advisor Stephen Miller's favorite book. And they've, it's been described as a white supremacist book, racist, racist, racist. So, it, it, you know, anytime I hear that, I don't, I don't, I don't believe it anymore. I used to believe it. Now, now I don't. And I, I found that this book was hard to find, no longer in print, which that, that is a mistake. But to go further, I found it at Internet Archive. And to access it, all you need is a working email address, and you click some box of terms and conditions that nobody reads, including me. And then you read the book. And, much to my surprise, I'm not, I'm not too surprised, but I'm a little bit surprised, it truly is a white supremacist book where, where um, you know, you got a race trader who's getting killed for, for not liking uh, his own race, and those who are not white are described in, 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 in different ways, but consistently as inferior. Now, that is a book that is accessible to children as anything else on the Internet is. Now... Should the Internet Archive have age verification in place? 
to access white supremacist literature, or for that matter, communist or black supremacist or anything else. I think it should. Well, I, I think most of the people in this audience are old enough, and I would hope mature enough that they could read these kinds of things and not be converted immediately to whatever whatever tribe or whatever extremist cause is uh, being promoted in, in this literature. But if they get a 14-year-old who, in my view, rightly, sees the current political climate as hostile towards straight white males, and then he goes down the rabbit hole and he reads that, that Camp of the Saints book, and whatever else might happen to be out there. And the same could be true of any other group, whether they identify as transgender or if they're a black person or whatever. You can find your poison there. And there's true poison on the Internet. A, a, uh, an 18-year-old is not even mature enough for this, but at least they're recognized as adults here. We should not be letting 12-year-olds see this kind of stuff. All right, thank you for your call. I appreciate it. And obviously there's a lot of trash on the Internet. and, it's and I, I, I think it's extremely important. I would encourage people, call your representatives, because... I'm not talking about banning books. I'm talking about restricting access to them. And that's what Senator Lee is trying to do. And, and he's strictly on pornography right now. But I think it should be expanded. All right, you sir. Could really, you, could really, you could really do this. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Hi, welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi there. Yeah, you sound better. Yes, I'm uh, feeling better. Yes, thank you. Well, a little boring over the weekend. And yesterday we, we kept your fill-in happy calling. Um, you know what? I found my husband brought down some more magazines. Oh, my, my God. My mother would save important things. Like, in other words, like the JFK assassination newspapers and things like that from the Norwich Bulletin. You know, 38 hurricane newspapers, blah, blah, blah. Well... I get this gigantic ladies' home journal. I mean, they were big back then. In full color, though, August 1950. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking through it, and you know why she saved it? It had Queen Elizabeth's um, wedding story in there. Well, that's great. That's a great magazine. Uh, yeah. Page pictures. Wow. Even um, the story of her um, honeymoon. Um, the house they were preparing got burned down with all their gifts in it, and they thought someone torched it on purpose. This is when she was first married, and she felt really bad. She really did take a dog on her honeymoon, a little corgi. And even Prince Charles, um, she said she wanted a honeymoon baby. Yes, Prince Charles was born by their first anniversary. He was born November 14th, and they're like, um, pictures of um, notes that she signed, so I have her signature. I go, oh, cool. She died this year, and here I am, just put right in my lap, all colored pictures of her and the story and her mother and father, you know, and, um, and even the color of Prince Charles' nursery when they were getting it ready. And so uh, uh, your mom, you take after your mom. She saved all those things, and you save a lot of stuff. Yeah, and I, I even have, here's one for everybody out there, of age, a 1965 S&H Green Stamp idea book. Mm. Do you remember green stamps? Yes, I do. Yeah, I opened it up, and there's a gigantic birdcage my mother must have got from green stamps. And I'm looking at it right in our parlor right now. But 
That is the reason. Now, that gentleman was said, talking about books that are out of print and everything. That's the reason why you do save things like this. Because when the woke mob comes along and they want to try to wipe history off the earth, you have it in your hands. And, hey, someday maybe somebody can make a copy of so it. So where's all these things in your attic? Or what you? Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's cold in the winter and hot in the summer. Yeah. But we're, magazines, are you kidding me? I've got 1965 Sears catalogs. Oh, fun stuff. And I look at it, I go, oh, wow. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, the 60s. I'll tell you what. And then even in one of the other ones, because there's like 40s, most of the magazines only go back to the 40s. Oh, there's Hollywood magazines in there, um, Elvis and stuff like that. But um, houses. I told my friend who called yesterday, you realize in 1949 you could buy a house on 26 acres for only $2,600, a gigantic farmhouse. Talk about, you talk about inflation. And you know what? That Powell guy, who's the one who's raising rates, um, along with what's her name, yelling, but it's Powell's call. He's the one creating the um, inflation. It's like, He's making people not be able to buy cars. He's making people not be able to buy homes. And I believe they're doing it on purpose to destroy our economy. Well, I don't know why anybody in his right mind would want to do that. They hate America. That's what my conservative people... All right, we'll have fun in the the attic. Oh, yeah, I'm reading history. Wait till you hear what uh, Lyndon B. Johnson was doing way back then. I'll tell you, history repeats itself. I'll tell you the third hour. All right, Susan, thank you. Okay. Susan's Attic, all kinds of neat books... I wonder if they're piled neatly or, you know, don't want to have too much paper around, you know. Some of the things are worth saving. Imagine how many people saved the uh, newspaper when John F. Kennedy was assassinated. Saved the uh, newspaper there. Silver and gold, silver and gold. Everyone wishes for silver and gold How do you measure its worth? Just by the pleasure it gives here on earth Silver and gold, silver and gold Means so much more when I see on every Christmas tree. I haven't heard that in a long time. We'll be right back. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn's Colitis Foundation.org.
Hello, this is Charlie from ACDC Industrial Electric. Here at ACDC, we just want to wish everybody a very happy and Merry Christmas and a safe New Year. Let's uh, take another call, 889-5252, WICH, warming up 34 degrees. Welcome to the program. Boy, it's nice and warm, huh? You love it. <laughs> it's toasty. It, well, it's nice. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Um, speaking of addicts, uh, when my aunt and uncle had passed and uh, uh, the family had to clean out their apartment and house, Slash store because we had a store in Jewett City, a grocery store, family grocery store. Mm. Well, <laughs> come to find out, my uncle was quite the hoarder. He was a very neat, organized hoarder. Yes, and everything he had, he had for a certain reason. That must have been so interesting checking that out. Holy crow! I not. I, I went into the store, uh, and there's this entire, very neat, I mean, it was almost as tall, I'm five what, five one, so that pile had to be at least four feet high mm. of Norwich Bulletin newspapers. Really? Neatly tied up, I swear to God, they were every damn paper from at least 1956. That's amazing. Yes, and of course... My family ended up getting rid of all this stuff. The only thing I wanted that my my cousin said, "Well, is there anything anybody wants?" Which was silly because she was as as uh, uh, money grubbing as oh, okay. um, yeah, she kind of was. Mm-hmm. Uh, all I really wanted was the Coca Cola Santa Claus. That you know, it was like a four and a half foot cardboard thing. Uh-huh. That used to be in the store every Christmas. That's a great one. Well, I, she no, she says, oh, no, I can sell that at an antique shop. Oh, boo. So then my my best friend, after her parents had died and they were cleaning out the house, she said, Sam, can you know come over, take anything you want. i got to get rid of this stuff. Uh-huh. And I'll be darned if one of the things, it wasn't a Coca-Cola one, it was a Pepsi Cola Santa Claus. Oh, okay. So I got that in front of my fireplace yeah. right now. <laughs> but the things that he he had radio tubes from the twenties and thirties that he had such a collection. Uh, I gave him to a ham radio operator who was so thrilled. Oh, I imagine, yeah. Because they are so hard to find now. Absolutely. And he, he uh, anytime my 32 Zenith needed repair, mm-hmm. he said, Sam, I'll, I'll repair it for free. Oh, because you yeah. gave me all, I mean, I gave him a lot of those tubes. What, but, else, what else was up there that's oh my fascinating? God. <laughs> oh, my God. It was, oh, oh it was just... And the thing that, that killed the fam- not killed the family, I don't mean it like that. That's mm-hmm. being melodramatic. But he was very frugal all his life. My aunt wanted to move to Cherry Hill in Norwich. He says, no, we can't afford it. Mm-hmm. She wanted to get a car. Well, he got himself a Cadillac oh. with the fins on it. Mm-hmm. Black Cadillac with the fins on it and leather seats. Ooh. But only drove it. If the weather was perfect, 
Mm-hmm. So, I think I drove in it. I was in it once, <laughs> and and then and my he my my aunt's my aunt and uncle's daughter would give my aunt clothing of hers, and my aunt, who was about five sizes smaller, would be all thrilled and wear my cousin's clothes, oh. which didn't fit, because uncle, my uncle, he would not buy her uh, the clothes, because he says, well, you don't need them. So did you say that so, he had every news, yeah. a newspaper, every one of them? Yeah. That's when, when you said about Kennedy, I'm thinking, oh my God. And the family just got rid of oh, everything. They should have saved some of them. There had to be some All, historic no kidding, things. No but in nobody there. thought of it, and everybody was in such a hurry to get rid of everything. Were the newspapers in decent shape, or were they all yellow and brown? No, they were. My uncle was—he was a, a tidy hoarder. He wasn't Good a slob. Gracious! Everything was in its place, and it was in the store. And oh, I snagged a bottle—not uh, a bottle, a can of spam. <laughs> uh, there was spam up in the attic? No, oh, in the, the store. Store, okay. Because the store still had merchandise on the shelf. Yeah. And I snagged that spam. You took some spam. And okay. I had, and that that and a thing of uh, spice, allspice, I think, mm-hmm. because they were tin, and they were old. So your family didn't fight over the spam. I can't find it now. My oh. husband said, "I think we threw it out." I said, "Are you kidding?" I wanted to save that. Spam last a long time. Oh, it doesn't matter. I never would open it. I oh, wouldn't open it. It was just. It was just a memento of mm-hmm. my family store. You know, because people used to have the family store. It's amazing things you can find in the attic. Did Did your uh, holy crow? Did he have any like old baseball cards or comic books or things like that? My mother made us throw out over a thousand comic books when we were little kids because she said they're too many. Oh. Donald Duck. Uh, oh, all the Walt Disney comics. Yeah. The Superman comics, Spider-Man. We chucked them. Yeah, because we never thought, you know, someday they're going to be worth a lot of money. No, and, and to just... our parents, they were taking up too much space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a lots of stuff, too. Don't you want to kick your little self in the buns? You don't even think of those things when you're little. Of you know? course not. And now there's nothing. I don't think there's a hell of a lot worth saving. It's all plastic crap. Hmm. Well, that, I'm, I'm sorry, because you got to get to the No, I love those stories about things people find in the attic. That's, I just love those stories. Maybe we'll get some more next hour. Oh, I, I wish that they wouldn't rush attic stuff, because mm-hmm. people want to be able to look at it. But every time a person cleans out a house, it's all, hurry, 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 mm-hmm. hurry, let's get rid of it. Well, some of it is, you know, junky. But of when, course it is. But when you see something like that neat in the attic, and... Looking almost brand new. It's holy it's crap. Worth checking out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope someday your spam shows up. I I doubt it. If, if you know, because we had to move out of our little hovel too. So, well, thank you, Stu. All right, thank you for Bye-bye. that. Appreciate it. This is Lisa Stofan. Heard the Mark Patrick weight loss hypnosis hype? Well, I attended because my father stopped smoking. I lost seventy pounds, and my friend lost twenty pounds in the first two months. Oh man, that's amazing. Join Mark Patrick's Hypnosis Seminar. Lose the weight or stop smoking for only $49.99 guaranteed. Seminar Saturday, January 7th at the Hilton Garden Inn, Route 2 in Preston. Weight loss seminar at 11 a.m. Stop smoking seminar 2 p.m. Sign up at markpatrickseminars.com. I lost six pounds. Holy smokes. Woke up one morning, where's my belly? 
you know, I wasn't feeling so hot, so I didn't feel like eating a lot, and boom. Bada bing. I didn't mind, because I was getting a little uh, Santa Claus belly, so I didn't mind you losing a little bit. All right, we are uh, out of time for this hour. Thanks for all the calls. We're just getting warmed up today. A lot of things to talk about. Good, bad, ugly. Any Christmassy stuff? If you want to share some things, you're even welcome to call up and sing a Christmas carol. Sure, we're loosey-goosey this week. Anything goes. The number, of course, is 860-889-5252. Jimmy Fowler has his talk show after the 2 o'clock news. Keep that in mind. And uh, we are going to be airing the WICH Christmas Carol on Thursday at 11. Thursday at 11. For those who have never heard it, uh, you're going to hear voices from the past and the future. WICH 94.5 FM, W233DB in Norwich. It's 11 o'clock. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. Title 42 will stay in place, at least for now, as the southern border crisis plays out in court and in cities and towns along the Rio Grande. The federal government facing a deadline today to respond after the Supreme Court stepped in yesterday. The Chief Justice putting a temporary hold on the expiration of Title 42, the pandemic-era policy used to expel migrants without allowing them to request asylum. It was set to expire tomorrow, but several Republican-led states, including Texas, appealed to keep it. El Paso Mayor Oscar Leeser issued a state of emergency. Shelters in uh, waters are completely full today, and that they believe that there's about uh, 20,000 people ready to, to come into El Paso. I'm Julie Walker. The budget proposal unveiled by congressional leaders totals $1.7 trillion. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell applauding the bill as a GOP victory because he says it hikes defense spending while effectively cutting domestic outlays. McConnell notes it's the reverse of what President Biden asked for when he submitted his budget, namely to cut funding for the armed forces after inflation while massively increasing spending on non-defense. McConnell says Republicans took what he called the president's bizarre position and in his words, flipped it on its head. Majority Whip Dick Durbin chalks up the loss to his party's desperation to pass a bill before Republicans take over the House next month. He told reporters, quote, I don't like it, but we're in a pretty desperate situation. Bob Agner reporting. Consumer banking giant Wells Fargo ordered by federal regulators to pay $3.7 billion in fines and refunds to customers, the largest fine to date against the banking giant. Wall Street, the Dow's up 120 points, the Nasdaq ahead 15 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Hi, Sarah. I'm sorry I'm late. The traffic is crazy. Yeah, it is. And it doesn't help that gas prices have skyrocketed. I can't believe how much it costs for gas now. Everyone's talking about how much gas is, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app, and I get cash back for every gallon of gas I buy. Wait a minute. 
Are you saying you actually get paid real cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yeah, real cash every time I buy gas. What? That sounds like it could really add up. I've made around $200 already. Wow, that's serious extra money. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code APP200 for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code APP200 for a 25 cents per gallon bonus in your first tank. That's code APP200 for 25 cents per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. Cash back's not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Stu Claus with you. 889-5252. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi. Hi there. Hi, Stu. How are you? I'm doing okay. I hope you are. I am well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. What's on your mind? This is Samaria. Samaria's oh, from Samaria. the Society. Of course, Samaria. I'm very... I apologize. I uh, lost track. Yeah, we were going to uh, have a little interview with you, and I'm looking forward to it. Yes. So thanks for being with me. This is a very interesting. I'm learning about, but you're going to tell me about it, uh, Samario, the historical society that people may not be aware of. Tell us about the background of that. So the Connecticut Historical Society is um, a museum, and it's located here in Hartford. And we are, we've been around for almost 200 years now. Wow. A lot of people don't really know much about the Historical Society, but it, we've, been around, we've been around quite a while. Um, and in 2021, we received some funding from the Institute of Museum and Library Services to begin this exciting new public history project, which runs through, April, through August of 2023, and it's called the Community History Project. Now you this cover... project is focused on contemporary collecting, and like you might ask, what is contemporary collecting? And that's basically gathering items of the recent past, as well as as from events happening today. So this project is centered around uh, developing community historians to identify, document, and preserve their experiences as residents of Connecticut and share their, these experiences during a series of community presentations as it results to the co their experiences with um, the pandemic. Um, we are focused on the COVID-19 uh, pandemic and particularly on black and brown communities, marginalized populations, um, uh, organizations like funeral homes and nursing homes and other elder care populations, child care facilities, just to get their, um, to document and, and so that we can archive their experiences throughout this pandemic and how it has impacted their lives with the hopes that, you know, when there's another pandemic, and we hope that that won't be in our lifetimes, that people can look back on these stories and learn from their experiences, and um, maybe even it'll, their story, these stories will encourage them how to get through their pandemic. Or, you know, people might want to study some of these stories. Um, these stories will be accessible from anywhere in the world. Um, 
They will be accessioned into the Connecticut Historical Society's collection, and oral history interviews will be uploaded to the Connecticut Digital Archive for preservation and availability, and that's housed at Yukon Stores. You know, it's interesting when we hear about historical societies, we think, well, there's, there's going to be, we're going to go way back in history, Lincoln and this and that, but every, every day could be historical. Absolutely. Absolutely. Every day, you, we, when we think about history, like you said, we think about what's past, but every day we are creating history, and that's what this project is striving to document and preserve, the history that we are currently creating for tomorrow. So you're looking for people to um, interview, so you can talk about um, one of the places is Norwich, correct? Yes, absolutely. We are doing this project in Norwich, in Hartford, and in New Haven, um, and we are partnering with Connecticut, Central Connecticut State University, and they give us interns that work with us on the project, and we are partnering also with the public libraries in each town um, to help facilitate most of these oral history interviews. But we are... Um, the interns have been a great asset to this project. They Not only are they learning how to conduct oral history interviews, but um, they're also potentially helping to build their experiences towards a career in working in public history organization like the Connecticut Historical Society. Um, we have uh, volunteers that are helping to transcribe some of these interviews, and we are really excited about some of the about all of the stories actually that we've been collecting so far we are charged with collecting 110 stories over the course of this this is a grant funded project so it's a two-year project and we are already at 82 stories collected so we're really excited about it we could mm -hmm. use some more stories to collect from the Norwich area, of which I'd love to be able to interview some folks um, from from Norwich. We'll see if we can get uh, you connected with some today. So, of course, we have a beautiful library, the Otis Library. You're probably familiar yes. with that. Very beautiful, and we've done a number of interviews there. We actually had a kickoff of the project at the Otis Library. Um, just to let the community know what the project was, um, and they could hear a lot about it, and that was a really, we had a really great turnout from that event. So you're looking for folks um, to obviously talk to, but uh, who have other ideas for other stories? Mostly around experiences during the pandemic. Okay. So we realized early on that <clears throat> when, uh, when the pandemic, when the COVID-19 pandemic first began, we went through our archives to look back at what we had for the Spanish flu of 1918, mm -hmm. and we literally only had one picture. So we decided not to make the same mistake twice and that we would document um, the COVID-19 pandemic as much as we possibly could and give voice to marginal, people from marginalized populations because typically we don't really see people of color in our, in our museums. And we really want to give voices to uh, underpopu underrepresented populations. Well, just about everybody uh, Pretty much. is connected to this a pandemic, you know, of of all races and creeds. Um, even if you haven't had it yourself, you everybody knows someone who has. 
which yep, many people absolutely. have lost, lost we have, loved ones. You know, I like to tell people all the time, there's not one person on this planet who has not been impacted by mm-hmm. the COVID-19 pandemic. And when we think about that, you know, we we have conversations and we think about the pandemic as it relates to us in the United States, but it goes far beyond the United States. This has impacted the entire planet. The entire planet has been impacted by this pandemic, and we just want to uh, do our part to document mm-hmm. our, our little piece of history and how it has impacted our lives here in, in Connecticut. So when you interview someone, you, you have it transcribed, and it's, uh, it's history. It is history. So these, these interviews are audio interviews. Um, we record them with this audio player that, recorder that we have, and uh, we take a picture of the individual, and then some of our interviews will be transcribed. But somebody literally sits down and listens to each to these interviews and types everything out what was said during the entire interview. So, you know, people can go in and read them, they can go in and listen to them, and then we'd like to put a picture, uh, a name, uh, a picture, a face with the name of the person in being interviewed, just to make it sure, you know, so that this was a real person that actually did this interview. Um, and I like to tell people that uh, when they contribute these stories, that they are making history. They are leaving a legacy for um, about themselves, for their families and loved ones, so that generations down the line, you know, a great-great-grandchild could say, hey, my grandparent um, was archived at the Connecticut Historical Society of giving their testimony about mm-hmm. their experience through the COVID-19 <laughs> pandemic. So I like to tell, you know, when you put it, and from that perspective to people, it really gives them um, something to look forward to in doing because it's like, wow, I really get to leave my mark on this planet. And, you know, this, is a, this will be a digital archive, so anybody will be able to access it from anywhere in the world. And uh, this is what you do at the museum and uh, Library Services Institute there. It's, uh, it's amazing. So they will be put into archives for the yes. future and uh, how do you connect with people for the interview now well, how do, what do we do so the Otis <laughs> library has been a really big help in connecting us um, with folks to interview um, but they, they've connected us we've inter- um, we've done some I met with the Rotary Club um, to get the word out I've met with some folks from the NAACP mm-hmm. Some of the local schools there in Norwich, and we are planning to do more interviews there in Norwich. And it's been really organic, which I'm really glad about. People have been so excited about this project um, that we really have not had to go hunt for people to do their interviews. People have really been coming to us, and which is why you know, you know, I'm grateful for this opportunity today because hopefully, as a result of this effort we can get you know get more people to volunteer we have about 12 folks that we volunteer that volunteer to do um interviews in norwich and we're looking to do touch the number of, of we're, we're looking to do about 33 interviews in norwich mm-hmm. and you've got some already correct and yes we have 12 
that mm-hmm. we've done, that we've completed. <clears throat> We're really excited about those and definitely looking forward to doing more. Well, I know uh, my, my pal at the uh, Rotary said that you did a marvelous job speaking about this. And, oh, thank you. Yeah, it was a great, it was a great luncheon. They said, it, it was funny, one of the guys at the Rotary Club at their luncheon said, you said you worked for the Connecticut Historical Society. I thought you worked for the Connecticut Hysterical Society because you were hysterical. <laughs> it was fun. It was a really great experience. And um, yeah. I've gotten a couple of people um, to reach out to others that they know, and we'll be doing some, and I've gotten some volunteers to do oral history um, interviews with, as a result of that meeting. So I'm really excited about the connections we've made. So the interviewers are um, interns, or who does the interview? So, yes, myself and interns from Connecticut, Central Connecticut State University. Mm-hmm. Great. So and at the end of this project, uh, we will have a, one public celebration where we will invite everyone that we interviewed um, to the Connecticut Historical Society for a celebration at the close of the project. And we're looking at about August of 2023. Um, and, and, you know, this has been such a popular project that we are looking to expand beyond the three towns of Norwich, Hartford, and New Haven. Um, potential area could be the Waterbury, Naugatuck area. But the expansion, but this important expansion is contingent on continued funding for the program. So you, you would be looking for, you know, among other things, uh, people from nursing homes, even funeral homes or first responders? Absolutely, especially first responders. Mm-hmm. Those will be some, because I'm sure they've got some really dynamic stories to tell. But, yeah, funeral homes, nursing homes, child care centers, even folks from a grocery store. Um, just kind of thinking outside the box, those voices we haven't necessarily um, heard very much from throughout this pandemic. We want to hear those untold stories. Samaria, so is there a phone number that people could call you now even to say I'm interested in that? Or? Absolutely. So our phone, my phone number here is area code 860-236-5621, and it's extension 279, 279 mm-hmm. and people can learn more at www.chs.org slash community history for more information. Now, these interviews, would they be in person or doing them on the phone or both? So we, we will do them. Um, they can happen in person. I usually come to people and meet, meet them in their comfort places, where, wherever they're comfortable, be it in their home, at, uh, at, a, at the library. We, with our partnerships with the library, um, and especially Otis Library, they've been very generous in allowing us to use meeting spaces there at the library to conduct oral histories, uh, these interviews. Uh, we need a quiet space to do them, but I will come to wherever. And if, if travel is impossible, if a person can't make it, or if they feel more comfortable doing it on Zoom, we can do them via Zoom as well. Okay, so we need about uh, 20 more folks in the Norwich area. Need about 20 more folks in the Norwich area. Well, we can do that. Awesome. I'd love, 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 love to see that 
as a result of this interview that people are chomping at the bit trying to get their interviews done. I'm going to save this number. 860-236-5621. Yes, sir. Extension 279. Yep. Much a pleasure to talk uh, with you. It's, uh, you know, we're certainly learning more about the Historical Society. No, this is privately funded. Yes. Independent, not-for-profit yep. educational organization. Absolutely. And for those that aren't familiar with it, it includes the museum, the library, the Edgar uh, Waterman Research Center, Connecticut Cultural Heritage Art Program. There's a lot going on there. A lot going on. A lot going on. A lot of history being made, too. You have a wonderful Christmas, my friend, and I hope we get a good response for you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Stu. You have a wonderful holiday season as well. All right, Samaria. Well, keep in touch with us. We'll see if we can help you more. Will do. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone interested in uh, being interviewed? Uh, everybody's got a lot to say about this pandemic. and It will go into the archives, and uh, years from now, hopefully it's going to be the last pandemic, but God knows what. 860-236-5621 is the telephone number. See if we can get about 20 more, uh, 20 more people in the Norwich community. That would be fun. WICH, welcome. Hey, good afternoon. Well, no. Hey, Stu. Yes, every, Joe. Every, Joe, every guest you have, and I love when they, when they respond to you as Stu, it makes me feel so good. It's like you know these uh, people that, you know, call in, and uh, that interview right there with that lady, uh, it's, it's, it's like you know these people. Would you like to I don't be, know how to explain it, Stu. Would you like to be interviewed? Someday, I I hope when I get written, I don't need to be rich, but I think I'm a little bit 38 years here in Norwich. I would love to come up in your studio and hang with you for an hour. No, no, I mean, would you and, like to be... And, and, and talk. I don't, I don't no, know. No, no. I could, would you you'd like have to... to you'd, have, you'd have to... Uh, Educate me Joe, and get Joey. me built up for it. Joey, though, no, too, I, I'd be, I'd be uh, Joey, shy. I, Joey, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about this lady who's looking for people to interview about the uh, in the Norwich area about how COVID yep. affected them. Would you be interested in that? I don't know. Okay, still, that's man. Fine. I, 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 no, no, nobody's pushing anybody. I just want to know. If I you know, know, I know. So, all right, run that by me again. She, who, who. That's yeah, but I have to be in her. Uh, no, no. I'd have to do something to. No, she. I don't know. I don't know what she's backing up. I, I don't know what I would do. Okay, don't worry about it. She was just looking. No, I'm not going to worry about the Yeah, but what? Uh, why I called you, Stu Breyer? Listen, I want to do a Willie Nelson. It just, just, just to be, bring it out to all the girls I love before. No, listen. To Sam, Patty, Susie, Maria, Judy, Helen, wow. Rose. We can't forget Rose. Mm-hmm. Listen, and Carol, my Yankee girl. I See, I nailed it. One, two, three, four, seven. I write things down so I can remember. And and certainly your wife gets count. Listen, to all these women for Subar and I want to wish everybody a happy holiday. Okay. You too, Joe. I got to run. Yep, the Yankee girl. Could right. you could you please do? You know I love Chuck Berry. 
I love Run Run Rudolph. I will play that today. Out with Dad I will play that. I will play that for you today. Thank you. All right, Sue. And uh, see you later. Uh, see you later, Joe. I gotta run. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, good morning. Hi there. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe I would have been the most popular uh, interviewer if I was in your shoes instead of you know you doing the interview. But when 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 the woman was talking about marginalized communities, and um, when people like that mention marginalized communities, what they should be saying is formerly marginalized communities, because by the time that these people are elevating whatever the group is, and, and, I, and I guess uh, the number one group historically would have been blacks, maybe to a lesser extent, or to a greater extent, inarguably, Native Americans, but also Irish and anybody else. Um, there are people who are today marginalized who were not marginalized years ago, and there's people who were marginalized years ago who are still marginalized. And in some cases, marginalization is a good thing. In other cases, it's a bad thing. In some cases, maybe, you know, you can make an argument one way or the other. And when you call a group marginalized, it's implying that they still are marginalized. None of the groups that are favored by the modern left are in the margins. If anything, traditional Americans are currently among the marginalized. The, uh, the LGBT movement, they, they probably have the most cachet out of any um, group of people. You know, the, the, the least amount of cachet would be... Uh, folks like you and me. That gets back to where you're pushing little teenagers to, to rebel, and then they can find stuff like that book I mentioned in the last hour of the camp. Okay, the thing. Uh, okay but, I got a lot of calls coming in, and I know you, you had your say. You know, but, but I'm just a stickler for definition. Definitionally, Okay. when you're focusing on marginalized communities, if they're no longer marginalized, these communities that they're focusing on. All right, thank you for the call. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Hey, okay. Are you okay? Yeah, you had a nice mini vacation. Yes. Four days off. Mm-hmm. I enjoy. I enjoy when Shelley um, substitutes for you. Shelley does a wonderful job. Mm-hmm. Yes, she does. Anyway, um, I didn't really want to bring bring this up again, but I have to. The border, the southern border. Well, if um, people don't know, if people don't know what's going on at the border, they never will. It's horrible. Right. You know, and and I listened to um, part of the the um, press press um, press review yesterday with with um, whatever her name is um, the the press secretary mm-hmm. for the president, and she's blaming the Republicans. They don't want to pass this three point five billion dollar. Um, um, well, that's political. To, that's political garbage. The immigrants, but all it will do, it's going to do, is provide food and clothing and et cetera for the immigrants that are coming over. It's not going to stop them from coming over. Um, there's nothing stopping them from coming over because it's catch and release. The minute they're caught, they're released into the country. Um, they have hundreds every night sleeping in the airport. And by morning, they're all gone, flying all over the country. Um, we don't really know much about them. Um, some some are coming with fake IDs. Um, it's just 
it's horrific. Well, you can be and sure. I remember when Donald Trump was president and there were overcrowded facilities and my God, the Democrats were down there. What, you know, how horrible he was. Well, there's a facility that's supposed to have a thousand people. It has 4,400. Well, it was, it was a big blood derp, obvious by the president. So for the next two years, they're going to try to shift gears and put the blame on the other side. And it's, it's obvious well, he political. Well, put the blame anywhere. It's never his fault. Nothing is his fault. Um, anything that goes wrong, you know, the economy. Well, you know, that was the previous administration. Um, whatever it is. The crime. Well, that's the that's the Republicans. They're doing all this crime. Well, that's po- that's politics and in, in its worst ugly form, and it's yeah, horrible. I would agree that it's <clears throat> definitely politics in its worst. So right now there are thousands coming through in every sector, and after the twenty first, if the state doesn't does yeah, ends because DOJ has to pay to respond. Um, they're going to be coming over in tens of thousands. People are waiting. There are like 40,000 well, people. I wish, right I wish a lot of people knew exactly what was happening, but i got to take a break. Thank you. Stu Breyer with the WICH. High today, 42, but sunny. 21 tonight, Wednesday, sunny and 40. Thursday, uh, it's going to be about 45 with some rain. Uh, currently, it's 35 degrees. Back with more of your calls coming up. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Did you know that accidental poisoning in children is a really big problem in the United States? I'll be back with a few statistics and some suggestions on prevention. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. In the United States, accidental poisoning sends one in every 152 year olds to the emergency room every year, and the rate of accidental poisoning has increased dramatically over the last decade. 50% of the 2.4 million yearly calls to the Poison Control Center hotline concern children under the age of five. And over-the-counter medications are the cause of about a third of the emergency room visits made by children under 12. These statistics highlight the need for parents to ensure that the home is a safe place and that poisons and medications are kept out of the reach of children. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. Tina Schmidt, the Eastern Connecticut Savings Family, extends our very best wishes to you and yours for a safe, healthy, and joyful holiday season. We wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Joyous Kwanzaa, and a safe and healthy New Year. Join Mark Patrick Seminars. Lose the weight or stop smoking guaranteed. Only $49.99. Seminars Saturday, January 7th at the Hilton Garden Inn, Route 2 in Preston. Weight loss seminar starts at 11 a.m. Stop smoking starts at 2 p.m. Registration 30 minutes prior to the seminar. 860 is the number. Stu Breyer with you. You're on the air. Welcome. Hello there. Um, I'm wondering if you or somebody would know um, 
which coin you use to measure uh, your, the tread on your tires. I think it might be a nickel. I'm not familiar with that. Maybe one of our listeners can tell you. Okay. Well, they usually do come up with some solution. So or how, do your tire, how do your tires look? Are they balding? No, <clears throat> but uh, one has a slow leak, and I, my mm-hmm. son keeps telling me I should get two tires, uh, new ones for the front, and yeah. put the front ones on the back. And I don't want to get tires if I don't need them. I'd rather see if I can have it patched up or something, you know, the leak. Yeah, I guess you could. Uh, Certainly, um, I know tires are expensive, but uh, so important because you never want to get stuck. But, yeah, I I assume. So you want to know a nickel is how you can tell? Well, I think so. I think you put it in the tread, and if, uh, you know, a certain part of it uh, doesn't show, like the head of whoever's on it, uh, then your treads are are good. But if the he- of the full head shows, then you're uh, you got a problem. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I think even half the head, you have a problem. Well, I'm not familiar with that, but thanks. We'll see if we can get more of a yeah, comment on it. I appreciate it. Okay, Thank thanks. You. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. Uh, I I wasn't calling about the tire, but I think it's a dime. A dime. Okay. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Um, if it's out of alignment, you're going to have it worn down in the front. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a very important thing to be careful that you don't get lumps on, and bubbles underneath. Yeah. You got oh. a slow leak in a tire. You don't want to get stuck oh. somewhere. It can be a pain. Mm-hmm. Well, I was calling about the guest that you had on, mm-hmm. and she did uh, mention just uh, black and brown people. Uh, well, about not, the pandemic, not, um, not completely. I mean, yeah, she was she was leaning there. She says yeah, uh, okay. particularly on black and brown communities. Mm-hmm. Also, I, she's I, looking for yeah. funeral homes, nursing homes, and elder care. Mm-hmm. Right. I I just think during this pandemic, it's been hell for all nationalities. To be quite honest, um, oh, I lost hell. my brother in a nursing home, mm-hmm. but. All in all, um, I hope she does well and gets volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing was I could not believe the people coming over the border. I I had to shut it off. I mean, I don't know why people are so, are they blind? Are they not hearing? Mm-hmm. Uh, because the president is not up to par. This is not good. You know, people talk all the time about the home homeless people, our people, our soldiers that need help, and people with mental health, and we got all these people coming over the border, who is going to pay for that? Our tax money? Well, there are there are many networks and many newspapers to hardly cover it. So oh, a I lot know. of people I are know. not um, knowing what's going on. The cartels yeah, so, are having a ball. They're, all oh kinds Lord. of drugs are coming over the border. They have towns that were very peaceful now. They don't know who's in there. They don't know who's coming over. It's such a disaster. But, oh, my gosh, um, it is. You'll see a lot of rhetoric, and the people who should be taking the blame probably will not. You're, you're right about that. But, you know, I'm not going to down a Democrat, Independent, or Republican. But our president, he better put his glasses on. He and knows. somebody in his depot. I don't know why 
Now, did I hear that they're going to continue the 42, the number? No, they've and they're de- not going to let them in, or they're coming in when? No, that- they've delayed it. We'll see how long it'll take. But uh, that'll oh, make the disaster God. even worse. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, my, my uh, cousins are in Texas, okay? A lot of them, they've got cattle, you know, evidently. But they're saying it's unbelievable. They're showing up on their properties, on their farms, sleeping in the barns. I mean, uh, isn't there, uh, why don't they send the National Guard on those borders? I mean, I remember years ago that says, sleep, your National Guard is awake. So where the heck are they? They don't have, en- the they don't have enough people, and it, it all starts at the top. I know, and the man I at know. the top I, doesn't I, even want to go I, to the border because he no, knows it's a don't. disaster. But last night, Stu, it was bad. We don't know. You know, I mean, a lot of these countries still have uh, different diseases, you know. And First and of all, in- the pandemic is not over. So oh, no. when they want to lift that Title 40 thing, as uh, we still have it. I, I know so many people just recently that got COVID. It's not over by a long shot, so that shouldn't no. even come up. No, I mean, I know people, too, that have got every single shot, every vaccine for the COVID. Mm-hmm. And they, they, people are getting it everywhere. I mean, it, I, I, I just don't understand how we're going to combat this. We have got to, we've got to come into the law, and we've got to mandate People should be wearing a mask. We need to be, we need to, uh, we have to do something. But, you know, there's different diseases that we have had inoculations for here in America. And a lot of these people are going to bring in tuberculosis well, and God knows what. The, so, um, you know, I don't know what to uh, tell you, but the people who are trying to protect us on the border, their suicide rate is so high because they're oh. so understaffed and they're so aggravated at what's going on. Isn't that terrible? Well, keep the Dear faith. God. Keep the faith. Well, yeah, and I wanted to ask, you did go to the doctors yesterday, right? The doctors uh, yesterday. No, I, well, you've got a good memory. No, I. Well, they've changed that. They changed that to January, but uh, that's okay. I okay, feel better. Because you still sign, sound like you've got allergies. It seems to me they ought to start testing you. For what's going on, like not blood tests, but they yeah. have these skin tests, you know, from an allergy person to find out what's going on with Stu Breyer. All right. So uh, I want you to have a good day, Stu. You too. Thank and you. We all think of you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Hey, Stu. Um, that you know, my Indian nickname is also called Maria Shopton. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, oh, okay. But all in all, I heard Joey made a list of um, um, a, a song he was dedicated to All the girls I've loved before. me. I was on the list. You're on his surprisingly, list. Surprisingly. Mm-hmm. By Willie Nelson. So my little snippet back to him would be my guy. Okay. that's certainly balances out pretty, pretty good. Yeah, you know, just being cute, keeping light. I know you're being cute. Cute is good. (laughs) We like cute. All right, Stu, thank you. You're welcome. Bye. We're not against cute. Welcome to the program. Hello, Father Stu. Hey, Boston Benny, what's up? 
Well, well welcome back. Thank you. <clears throat> you sound you sound good. Yeah, I feel better. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, I have a like a small hand radio when I listen to to your show. Mm-hmm. And this morning I uh, plugged in the 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 earphones and it's a, it's a a fantastic sound. Good. Get the best radio you can, so I'll sound good. Well, right. you, you sound great. Okay. Uh, I know what it is to have a, you know, a good radio, nice radio. I haven't had one in a while. Mm-hmm. But uh, the reason I'm calling is because w- when you were out, um, I said something to Shelley, may have been yesterday, that, you know, I, I, I tend to call your show when I hear one of the callers say something, and I'll try to respond to it. But I... Ch- I told Shelly I try to do it in a respectful way, and I'm going to do that now. You had a caller that talked about what people in our country are marginalized, and then you had a caller who who just talked about the border issue. You have a few callers that talk about the border, our southern border, as well as yourself. And... uh, I want to disagree with pointing out the president. I, I, I like to ask the question because I used to uh, analyze questions for a living. How can it be one man uh, that being uh, President Joe Biden be, being responsible for what's happening at the border? What about what is happening in these other countries? Your previous caller mentioned the various diseases and so forth. Shouldn't Americans be interested in what's going on in those countries rather than trying to single someone out for what's going on down at the at, at the at, at the border? Uh, our country's going through uh, a lot, and it has been for I don't know how long. And I just think sometimes uh, because of what we're going through, I've, I've been around a while, and this is. A, a different time. Things are happening that's never happened before. We've gone through difficult times before in this country. I just think that we need to evaluate what's going on in our country, even uh, psychologically, because not only has our country changed, but the world has changed. So there's my two cents, Stu, as you okay. said, with oh. inflation, it's up to five cents. <laughs> okay, buddy. Thank you. All right. Take it easy. The role of the president, in my opinion, is to protect the American people. When you have open borders, you lose your country. You've got to have a systematic way to do it. You have to know it's coming in. When thousands of people are slipping in and you don't know who they are, you don't know if they're terrorists, they're stopping so much drug trafficking. Can you imagine the drugs that are getting through? It starts at the top, in my opinion. Hello, welcome to the program. And thank you. Welcome to my phone call. Uh, yeah, oh, yes, to, it's uh, Mr. Interviewer, yes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes, I'm not going to interview you. you. You did so well before, I don't need to do any more. Okay, thank you. But our lovely uh, lady who called was concerned about her tires and the nickel versus the dime to measure mm-hmm. the tread. Um, I just want to encourage her to be very careful, um, first of all, and I, I think it is the dime, but I'm not sure. Uh, it's only going to tell you part of the story. The, the bottom line is, 
listen to your son. If your tires are worn or unbalanced, it can do immeasurable damage to your car. So when your son says to rotate those tires, uh, perhaps put the old ones in the back and get new ones for the front, uh, yeah, tires are expensive, and I think we seniors try to be very careful that somebody's not going to try and take advantage of us, but get your son to help you find a tire shop that's trustworthy and reliable, or if you already have a mechanic that you go to for your car, but don't take a chance with those tires. It's a safety thing, and you only have one life, and uh, cars are expensive. You can damage your steering. You can damage your, mm-hmm. your tie rods. You can damage all sorts of things with your vehicle if you're not careful with the tires. So I, my dear, would listen to your son and do what he suggests. That's my old man suggestion. And I agree with you, and uh, I couldn't have said it better. Thank you. We don't want to lose any audience members. <laughs> we don't want anybody to get stuck anywhere either, yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right, Stu, that's all I got. Thank you. And, of course, now cars come with that stupid little uh, looks like a lifesaver tire. Sometimes you can spend fifty grand on a car, but the spare is like, is that a spare? What is that? Yeah, that'll get you home. Make sure before you buy that car to make sure that what's in the trunk. Okay? Uh, let's take this call before the break. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi. Hey, speaking about the border, you know, I think it was Maria the other day. It might have been yesterday when she made a point. Shouldn't we be, like, keeping them in their own country and helping out that country, maybe money or whatever, because it's like if you helped out the country they're coming from, well, maybe they wouldn't Susan, all have to run here. Doesn't You know that money, you try to help out monetarily and the money goes to the wrong place. You know well, those yeah, things. usually to the head honchos of the country. That, that's understandable, that's understandable. A good example is in the newspaper today on that little strip that goes down on A2 where Eric Adams is whining and bellyaching about we're getting a thousand immigrants a week here and and it's it's wearing on our um you know social stru- you know so maybe he should talk to the president. We may have to cut them what cut them for the regular taxpayer people and Give it all to the ones that are coming here that should not be here. If he's whining because it's too expensive for New York City, the whole country, he, he just said it for the whole country. It's when, when you get thousands in one little town in Texas or even, well, California, whatever, they don't well, how care. About Mar- but, how about Martha's Vineyard? You get 15 and they panic. Well, yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, so the the gentleman, I can understand he's, how would you say, soft-hearted for, for people, because I guess he worked as some kind of... Um, yeah, we all are, but uh, some of those people are not in any danger. They said, yeah, let's go to America. Everybody's slipping in now, everybody. Yeah, and, so I gotta, and they were all getting worried mm-hmm. about, I, I congratulate uh, Chief Justice Roberts for upholding Title 42 for now, because... Maybe somebody is waking up and realizing that we are going to get inundated. And if this was a lifeboat and you overflowed it with people, 
is going to sink. Okay, buddy, i got to take a break, but you thank know? you. Merry Christmas. Uh, ho, ho, ho. I want all of you to know at Old Time Restaurant, when you eat, you'll get a meal that can't be beat. Yes, folks, Christmas at Old Times. Gift cards, catering, great food. Merry Christmas. Hi, this is Nick Kaplinson of Dime Bank. Each holiday season, we ask you to join us in one of our most valued traditions, our season of giving. We seek to assure that our neighbors in need are provided life's most basic requirements, food, warm clothing, and shelter. Please join us in helping your neighbors and local charitable organizations this holiday season. On behalf of everyone at Dime, happy holidays, and thank you for choosing Community Banking. Dime Bank. Community Banking lives here. Member FDIC, now open in Vernon. WICH weather, sunny 42, 21 tonight, Wednesday 40, Thursday rain and 45. It is 35. Welcome to the program. Hey, Stu, I got to... Oh, you've been on this hour, Joe. Hi, WICH, welcome. Hello. Hello there. The answer is a new penny. A new penny. Lincoln's head should show above the tire tread. It's got to be a new penny. Well, otherwise it might be worn down. Yeah. But a, a fairly a fairly new penny. I had never heard of that before, sticking the penny or whatever in the tire to see if it disappears. Well, the, the height you're looking for is three-eighths of an inch. Mm-hmm. And a penny, the space between the edge of the penny and Lincoln's head is about three-eighths of an inch. So when they, they say a tire has a slow leak, there's there's got to be a nail in there somewhere, right? Yeah, and and they don't patch them anymore. They plug them. They plug them, yeah. And the plug is as good as a brand-new tire. Okay. If if the hole isn't torn, Mm -hmm. if it's a fairly smooth hole, they can plug them, and, you know, the tire will last as long as it would if it was brand-new. Yeah, then it's not that expensive to have that done, I don't no. believe. No, take it to Goodyear or Firestone <clears throat> or somewhere, and they'll stick a plug in it, and they have to take it off the wheel, and that costs money, but... Okay. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. And we're saving money. We went from a nickel to a dime to a penny. Hi, welcome to the program. Hey, it's Swamps. You want to do a swap item? Yeah, I do. Two. Judy, the girl, I think her name is Judy in Gail's first. She used to call in all the time. She's got the greatest body. What about the swap item, Joe? What the hell is that all about? You're on the air. Welcome. Uh, yes. Uh, hello. Hi there. Uh, yes. Um, uh, just a couple of things. Um, the woman who um, was doing the interviews... Um, uh, I think that she should be open to all nationalities in regard to um, their feelings and experiences through the pandemic. No, no you're right. Uh, she she didn't say that she wasn't. She well, no, says, she didn't say that she wasn't, but she did say that she was mostly interested in um, um, people of brown um, and black mm-hmm. color. She did mm-hmm. say that. Yeah, no, she did say that. Absolutely. Yes. So that's that's my point. Um, the second thing is, um, in regard to the uh, uh, border, um, I uh, did make contact uh, with uh, Chris Murphy, mm-hmm. and of course didn't get to speak with him, but did leave comments. Um, I think uh, what's happening at the border 
is frightening for our country, and um, I fear for my grandchildren. Um, the drugs that are coming across um, and the ill will uh, of some people coming across, and also a comment in regard to New York. Um, it, it was uh, there people that are coming to New York. Uh, illegal illegal immigrants are being put up in the best hotels. They are being provided with three meals of their custom, their ethnic custom. So they are, <laughs> are preparing food specifically for them. Um, they are provided um, vouchers. They are provided free health care insurance. Um, this is absolutely disgusting. And meanwhile, we have army veterans that are homeless it absolutely disgusts me that's why i was so surprised the way the midterm elections went because i was well, you I know think what, a lot know of my opinion why the midterms went the way they did the millennia, millenniums who owe money on their college educations they were the ones that threw the votes for the Democrats because of Biden's promise to help them with their loans, which now apparently he not, might not even legally be able to do. Well, that was a we'll good that was that. A, that was a good vote vote getter for sure. Yep. And I do believe that a lot of people, because the networks don't cover it too much, some no, of them don't. haven't covered they it don't. at all. It's like it's, it's like a different world. Yeah. You turn because I do. I watch uh, both. Uh, all networks, actually, and um, all of the CNN and the like um, NBC, ABC. all they're talking about is the January 6th right, insurrection, right. Mm -hmm. which, quite frankly, I don't think it was an insurrection to begin <laughs> with, but um, we, we've spent a lot of money, a lot of money uh, for the Mueller investigation, only to find out that there was no Russian collusion. It was a hoax that was started by the Democrats and Hillary Clinton. And now we are, have this, the January 6th. History will come out. And history will come out that there were, I feel, irregularities in the 2020 election. Oh, um, definitely. Definitely was. Definitely. Um, uh, I don't know how they did well, it. Well, they're, um, they're proving it more than ever because even the FBI was part of a cover-up so people would not get the information around exactly. election time. Hunter, Hunter but once again, laptop. once again, only a few networks cover it. And Fox, of course, people say they hate Fox, but I learned so much that has proven to be true by watching exactly. that network. And the fact that you, those are the key words. Uh, you hear it and you think, oh, well, that's, you know, a little extreme. But then give it a couple months and it's proven to yeah. be true. Well, I'm glad you got your say. Thank you. I'm glad I had the chance to give my say. Thank uh, you. Take care. Thanks. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hey, Stu, please don't hang up. Mm, starting to get a little aggravated. Okay. Let's try this line over here. WICH, welcome. Okay. Give me a chance to take a break. 889-5252 at WICHAM 1310. There are cover-ups in the media, and they're proven... And more and more every day. And I wish you all would know some of the things that are going on. Or maybe you're better off not and you just go about your day. But I love this country and I want good things for this country. And uh, we need to know what's happening. 
The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Rebound. Loose puck. Score! The Huskies win! The ice bus rolls on. Shoot! Score! Empty netter! Closes the door! Huskies will win it! Catch all the action all season long on your home for Yukon hockey. Catch many of the Yukon Husky hockey games right here on 1310 and 94.5 FM WICH. Stu is with you on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Stu. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Pretty good, thanks. Okay. Hey, Stu, uh, you're not going to play any uh, constant Christmas music this year? Well, I'm going to play a lot next hour in the lunchtime oldies. Well, I know, but in years past, uh, yeah. after uh, two, three days up up until Christmas, you mm-hmm. would uh, it would be constant Christmas <clears throat> music. Well, I'm hoping that this week it will. Oh, okay. I'll have to check. Uh, I'll have to check with the powers that be. Hey, Stu. Uh, yes. You do you have a real Christmas tree or a fake one? I have a uh, faux tree. <laughs> a what tree? It's a fake. A fa- <laughs> well, I'm with you. No more of those real ones no. where, where even though you water it, you you haul it out of the house uh, two week two weeks after Christmas, and all the needles are laying there on the carpet. Well, nothing against real trees, but through the years, um, you know, we used to go up in the hills, and it'd be one degree and pick out trees. But this is, uh, they look so brand like they're real trees now. It's it's great. Yes, they do, you know. And plus, uh, they cost so much these days, you've got to refinance your home anyways to afford one. Okay. Okay, let me ask you this. The fuel prices are starting to drop. When are the grocery prices going to drop in the store? I'm waiting for that. At least it's nice that the gas prices are dipping a little bit. We'll take it. And 404 a gallon for heating oil right now. Hmm. And one other thing, speaking of Christmas trees. Yes. I had a um, a good friend of ours, uh, his mother, every year she, she'd put, matter of fact, you don't see it anymore, tinsel. Oh, yeah, tinsel was very big, yeah. Yeah, you don't see it in the stores anymore, but every year she'd take the tinsel out and put one piece at a time on the tree, whereas we used to just take it and fling it. Oh, yeah, sling it. She would take one strand at a time out of the box and place it on the tree, and then when she got ready to put the tree away for the year, she'd take them all off one piece at a time and put them back in the box. That's how frugal she was. I bet it looked a little nicer than slinging, no? Yeah, it did. Okay. It did, but, uh, uh, man, could she bake some uh, cupcakes, too, I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, I miss that woman. Miss her. Uh, we all have some great Christmas memories. I hope we hear a lot this week. I hope so, too. All right, Stu. Well, oh, hey, the COVID's coming along pretty good, too, you know? I, I, uh, Did you get your taste back? Well, it's getting there. Oh, I good. Have a, I have a hankering for, for tea now. Oh, yeah. Okay. As a matter of fact, I'm 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 boiling up a pot of water right now. So, so you do have a little taste back. A little bit. It's coming back. All so. right. I'm I'm rooting for you, buddy. All right, Stu. You. If I don't talk to you before beforehand, you and your family have a merry right. Christmas, and I hope it's going to be mm-hmm. a happy, happy New Year. You too. Thanks. Take care. Thank yep, you. Bye bye.
Hi, I'm Tom Connors. Went to Mark Patrick's hypnosis seminar February 6, 2019. Nothing worked before. Left there and never smoked again. Amazing. Easy, affordable, and guaranteed. A year later, with my wife Michelle, attended Mark Patrick's weight loss seminar. She lost 18 pounds, and I lost 43 in eight weeks. It's true. He smoked two packs a day, and nothing worked until Mark Patrick hypnosis. Now we're losing weight together, eating healthy, full on half the food, crazy. Enjoying exercising. Who would have believed Mark Patrick hypnosis really works? It's amazing. I can breathe again. My blood pressure went down. And I've got so much energy. So much energy. And look great. Stop smoking. Lose weight now without cravings, irritability, or your money back. Only $49.99 guaranteed. Join Mark Patrick's Hypnosis Seminar and lose the weight. Stop smoking. Feel great for only $49.99 guaranteed. Saturday, January 7th at the Hilton Garden Inn, Route 2 in Preston, near Foxwoods. Weight Loss Seminar, 11 a.m. Registration, 10.30 a.m. Stop Smoking Seminar, 2 p.m. Learn more at MarkPatrickSeminars.com. That's right, MarkPatrickSeminars.com. That gentleman uh, had lost his taste buds for about 16 days. So we're glad that uh, he's getting it back. That's one of the symptoms of COVID. It's not a very good one, is it? Researcher Jessica Brixen tells the New York Post, our research found that gifts are wrapped neatly and given to a friend. It raises the expectations of the gift inside, resulting in our friends liking the gift less. That's amazing. However, with sloppy wrapping, friends set the expectations lower and will actually like the gift more. Sorry, I had to take a a cough break. So maybe if it's wrapped too perfectly, you might think it's a diamond. And it turns out to be stone. Anyway, there's pretty gift wrapping. I like to look at it. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. 94.5 FM. W233DB. The noontime, lunchtime oldies. Lots of fun. Stick around. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The border policy known as Title 42 was sent to expire tomorrow, and conservative-leaning states warned that a massive influx of migrants would overwhelm law enforcement and health care services. Chief Justice John Roberts has granted a temporary stay of Title 42 and has given the Biden administration until 5 p.m. Eastern today to respond. The Department of Homeland Security, responsible for enforcing border security in the White House, said it has been surging resources to the southern border. At a news conference, El Paso Mayor Oscar Leeser says he's hearing new reports of thousands more migrants than expected who plan to cross from Mexico into the Texas border city. The shelters in uh, Waters are completely full today and that they believe that there's about uh, 20,000 people ready to, to come into El Paso. Arizona Attorney General Mark Burnovich took the lead for the state's request. Also at townhall.com, Ukrainian President Zelensky has made an unannounced visit to the frontline city of Bakhmut, where Ukrainian and Russian forces have fought a fierce, months-long battle. President Zelensky's visit is a significant show of support for Ukrainian forces engaged in some of the fiercest battles in the country in recent weeks. Despite intense bombardment, Russia has failed to capture Bakhmut, which would give access to Slovyansk and Kramatorsk, two major cities in Donetsk that remain under Ukrainian control. 
The visit came hours after the Russian President Vladimir Putin made a rare admission of the challenges his troops face in the war, calling the situation in Russian-held parts of Ukraine extremely difficult. BBC correspondent Hugo Bacheka. After big losses on Monday, Wall Street is higher. The Dow up 81 points. The Nasdaq adding seven. More at townhall.com. Attention, this is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, people are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-279-7495. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-279-7495 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-279-7495. What do you have to lose? Call 800-279-7495. Again, 800-279-7495. World Cup winner Argentina greeted by jubilant crowds at Buenos Aires Airport and Today has been declared a bank holiday for the country. Argentines have been waiting 36 long years for the national team to repeat its success in the World Cup in Mexico, and they're very excited. Millions are expected in the streets of Buenos Aires to cheer the national squad as they celebrate their hard-won victory in the final against France. Overnight, when the team's flight landed at Ezeiza Airport, the team's captain and national hero Lionel Messi showed off the solid gold trophy while the crowds lined the road as they took an open-top bus to a nearby training complex. CBC correspondent Nicholas Rocha. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers aren't giving up hope that they can still reach the playoffs, beating the L.A. Rams 24-12 to in Monday Night Football. The temperature, 15 degrees before the opening kickoff. Breaking news at townhall.com. A new report criticizes the FDA's efforts to oversee the tobacco industry including traditional cigarettes and vaping products. The report issued Monday by a group of experts faults the FDA tobacco division's lack of clear direction and priorities. The assessment comes from a panel of experts convened by the Reagan Udall Foundation, a nonprofit that works on FDA issues. The group says the FDA's inconsistent approach to regulation is at least partly to blame for the recent rise in underage vaping. FDA Chief Dr. Robert Califf commissioned the report during the summer after months of criticism of the agency's approach to tobacco. Keith Peters reporting. The Nevada judge has blocked the state's pardons board from considering a request from Governor Steve Sosalak. He wanted to reduce the state's 57 death sentences to life in prison without parole. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Thank you, Mr. Scott. Five minutes after noon. It's our lunchtime oldie break. Going to play a lot of Christmas tunes, a lot of little bit of everything this hour. Get you in a mood, the spirit. Thirty-six degrees right now. First on Natalie Radio, WICH weather. Sunny, forty-two today. Clear, cold tonight, twenty-one. Mostly sunny tomorrow. Forty clouds on the increase Thursday, becoming very windy. A wintry mix may start inland by evening. Otherwise, this is rain for everybody else, and a lot of it. Thursday's high. 
45. That rain will extend until Friday. That's your Channel 3 Early Warning Forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Sidewalks, busy sidewalks, dressed in holiday style. In the air, there's a feeling of Christmas. Children laughing, people passing, meeting smile after smile. And on every street corner, you a bright red and green as the shoppers rush home with their treasures hear the snow crunch see the kids bunch this is Santa's big scene and above all this bustle you'll Everybody's got a Christmas album. That was uh, Kenny Rogers from his Christmas album. Some silver bells. Let's kick in the lunchtime oldies. 
It's lunchtime. Sit back and listen to all the great songs with Stu Breyer and his Lunchtime Oldie Show on 1310 WICH. You get up in the morning, you hear the ding dong ring. Now you look up on the table, you see the same darn thing. You find no fruit up on the table, no fork up in the pan. But if you say a thing about it, you'd be in trouble with a man. I left a midnight special, shine a light on me. Left a midnight special Shine its ever-loving light on me Now if you ever in a Houston Well, you better walk right Oh, you better not gamble, boy I say you better not fight Well, out of sheriff, he'll grab you And the boys will pull you down And then before you know it your penitentiary found Oh, let the midnight special Shine a light on me Let the midnight special Shine its ever-loving light on me Lucy, how in the world do you know? I can tell by her apron and by the clothes she wore. An umbrella on her shoulder, she got a paper in her hand. She gonna see the warden to try to free her man. So let the midnight special shine a light on me. A midnight special Shine its ever-loving light on me I said let a midnight special Shine a light on me Oh, let a midnight special Shine its ever-loving light on me Hey, Johnny Rivers, Midnight Special I like the early bird specials uh, myself Hey, Rudolph, of course... Very popular reindeer, because his nose is shiny. I mean, you know. Also, he's a very nice reindeer. But there's another song besides the Rudolph that we all know about. It's sung by Chuck Berry. It's called Run, Rudolph. Shooting star. 
Chuck Berry, Rudolph Run, well, he's better flying in the air. This is an interesting, uh, that a lot of people get Botox before a Christmas party. Medical professionals are urging women against going to holiday Botox parties. The women are getting Botox in order to look better before their company and family holiday parties. The doctors say unlicensed party planners often inject too much Botox into people's foreheads leaving them with a frozen look. Other party planners use low-quality Botox in order to save money on supplies and make more for themselves. Yes, Virginia, they do have Botox parties. Can you believe it? This is Jackie Korsha from Norwich Coin and Jewelry. I will be retiring and closing my store on December 30th. I would like to take this opportunity to thank my customers. You are the reason I have been in business for 40 years. So from the bottom of my heart, I say thank you. Please stop by and take advantage of my sale. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is located at 35 Franklin Street. The hours are Wednesday through Friday, 10 to 4. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Join Mark Patrick Seminars and lose the weight guaranteed. Only $49.99. Hypnosis designed to destroy unwanted cravings. Also, stop smoking with Mark Patrick Seminars. No matter how many times you've tried to quit, this hypnosis is designed to destroy your desire to smoke without cravings, irritability, weight gain, or your money back. That's right. Weight Loss Seminar, Saturday, January 7th at the Hilton Garden Inn, Route 2 in Preston. Weight Loss Seminar at 11 a.m. Registration, 10.30 a.m. Stop Smoking Seminar, 2 p.m. Registration, 1.30 p.m. Sign up at MarkPatrickSeminars.com. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique. The holiday cheer is here at Valby's Chrysler Dodge We want to thank our valued customers this holiday season for your continued support throughout the year and wish you all a Merry Christmas and a happy, healthy holiday season. With the big finish sales event starting now and continuing all month long, we'll be sure to provide the best possible deals in a stress-free car buying atmosphere. The cold winter weather is approaching. Valby's is sure to get you into that new, safe, reliable vehicle that you've always dreamed of. Drive with confidence in any of our new 4x4 vehicles within our Jeep lineup or Ram pickups. We have a great selection of new models on the ground ready for immediate delivery. Not seeing exactly what you're looking for? Speak with one of our representatives or visit us online at falvies.com where you can begin a custom pre-order meeting your needs. Hi, I'm TJ Falvey and I want to wish you and your family a happy and healthy holiday season. We look forward to seeing you soon. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. All right, everybody. Are you ready for Smokey? All right, is everybody ready? Yeah! Yeah! All right, now here we go. I want, I do, I want to.
Anybody from Hawaii out there? Well, Melakamiki Maka. That's also a song, and uh, many people have recorded it. Jimmy Buffett has a nice version of it. It's a Hawaiian Christmas song. Melakamiki Maka to you and yours. Christmas Day That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright Sun to shine by day and all the stars at night Melakalikimaka is Hawaii's way Hello, Kiki Maka is a wise 
kinds of ways to say it, but the thought is there, huh? Mele Kamiki Maka. Stu's lunchtime oldie break. Mixing them up a little bit different for you. This is uh, Papa Noel. And Brenda Lee sings it for you. Christmas tree, dance off Pedro, have a big time and cut a shine, we're off, we'll be gay oh Santa Claus will come tonight, down on the fire, Papa Noel will bring the bells and all will be gay I'm gonna be at the Christmas tree with my Michelle Romeo, so ring the chimes, it's Christmas time and pick the old banjo, oh Santa Claus will come tonight, down on the fire. See my nan and my friend, I know they'll all be there. See old Cocoon and my moon, Claire and Jojo. See Joe Rivette, oh my sweet pet, and get me some sugar. Oh Santa Claus will come tonight down on the bio. So roll the rug, let's kiss and hug and let's all be gay. Oh, a Merry Christmas to you all and a happy Bonadale. I'm gonna dance all through the night till daylight with my baby. Oh, Santa Claus will come tonight down on the bio. Feliz Navidad. Navidad. Did I mess that up? It's called Papa Noel. Stu's Lunchtime Mix on WICH. Women are such good rappers. Have you noticed that? Unbelievable. They rap so well. I, I, I don't know. Maybe we got some guys who can rap very well, but it seems like it's all the women who rap these beautiful presents with gorgeous wrapping paper. I think people should give that as a gift. But it is remarkable. I was talking with uh, some folks the other day saying, what is this? Women have a natural knack for rapping. Hmm? With that pretty paper and pretty ribbons. Pretty paper, pretty ribbons of blue. Wrap your presents to your darling from you 
by Roy Orbison. The song was written by Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson, a good songwriter and singer, huh? Pretty paper. Another holiday favorite on 1310 and 94.5 WICH. Celebrating 35 years, the Norwich Arts Center is a vital part of downtown Norwich at 62 Broadway near City Hall. This week, Wednesday, December 21st at 7 p.m., NAC presents Twas Four Nights Before Christmas, a holiday musical celebration hosted by Derek Williams, featuring area singers. All tickets, only $10. Coming in January, chase the winter blues away with Blues on Broadway. On January 11th, guitar great Clarence Beatty takes the stage. To learn more and to buy tickets, visit NorwichArts.org. NAC is supported by an ARPA grant from the Cultural Coalition. 94.5 and 1310WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Life right now is full of samples. Carpet samples, tile, and hardwood. First I like this one, then I change my mind. I spend all night looking at these. I love having choices, but I think I need a little help. We'll give you plenty of choices, and we'll also help you find the right flooring. Clough Carpet One Floor and Home. Clough for all of your flooring needs, not just carpet. A huge selection of hardwoods, tile, vinyl, laminate, and area rugs. And Clough installs everything they sell. And they stand behind their floors with the Carpet One Beautiful Guarantee. Clough offers the best service and knowledgeable staff to help you pick the right flooring for your needs and budget. One of the reasons why Clough has been voted Best Flooring Company by Reader's Choice for three years in a row. Financing available for qualified buyers. Family owned since 1972. Across from DJs on Crossroads and Waterford and at Clough Carpet One Waterford.com. Clough Carpet One Floor and Home. 
the one-stop shop for your perfect floor. 37 degrees and sunny out there. It may not be snowy this Christmas, but Christmas weekend's supposed to be very cold. So get out those big coats. You can pretend you're an Eskimo this weekend. Everybody's gonna jump for joy Pigeon's gonna run to him gets here, everybody's gonna wanna doze. understood that song, really. And I don't think I've ever confessed to that. Manfred Mann, the Duwa Diddy guys, and the mighty Quinn. Stu's lunchtime break at WICH. Sunny, and we have uh, for all my Polish buddies out there, you know who you are. Here's uh, Bobby Vinton. Merry Christmas. Santa must be Polish.
Zanya Santa Santa Klosky Santa must be Polish so don't leave him cookies leave him kielbasa there you go maybe some pierogies hey this is an interesting uh, Christmas song I found it's a song that you all know but it's interesting because Frank Sinatra and Nat King Cole sing it together check it out How do you like it so far? All right. See if we can get it to work here. Don't worry, folks. Be happy. On an open file. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols being sung by choir. Folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows A turkey and some mistletoe Can help to make the season bright Tiny tots with their They know that Santa's on his way He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm simple phrase to kids from one to many two although it's been said many times many ways many 
Sinatra, two giants in the music industry there, singing one of the most popular Christmas songs. By the way, the title of that song is A Christmas Song. Some folks think it's uh, chestnuts roasting, but it's, it's just a simple called A Christmas Song. So for all our Swedish buddies out there, here's Jorge Jorgensen telling you not to get too stressed out this holiday season. Yes, go nuts at Christmas on that jolly holiday. I'll go in the red like a knucklehead, cause I'll squander all my pay. Oh, yes, go nuts at Christmas, shopping sure drives me berserk. On the day before, I'll rush in a store like a poor bewildered jerk. I look at nightgowns for my wife, those black ones trimmed in red. But I won't know her size, and so she'll get a carpet sweeper instead. Oh, yes, go nuts at Christmas, when each kid hangs up his sock. It's a time for kids to flip their lids while their papa goes in hock. On the night before Christmas, it's still in the house. My family is sleeping, so I'm quiet like a mouse. I look at my watch, and midnight is near. I think I'll sneak out for a cold glass of beer. Down at the corner, the crowd is so merry, I end up by drinking about twelve Tom and Yerry. I get to bed late, and gee, yes, how I'm sleeping. When on to my bed, those darn kids, they come leaping. They sit on my face and they jump on my belly. And I'm quivering all over like a bowl full of jelly. They scream, Merry Christmas. My poor wife and me, we stumble downstairs and she lights off the tree. My head is exploding. My mouth tastes like a pickle. I step on a skate and fall on a tricycle. Just before Christmas dinner, I relax to a point. Then relatives start swarming all over the joint. On Christmas, I hug and I kiss my wife's mother. The rest of the year, uh, we don't speak to each other. After dinner, my aunt and my wife's uncle Louie get into an argument. They're both awful screwy. Then all my wife's family say Louie is right, and my goofy relations, they join in the fight. Back in the corner, the radio's playing. And over the racket, Gabriel Heater is saying, Peace on earth, everybody, and goodwill toward men. And just at that moment, someone slugs Uncle Ben. They all run outside, whooping so the neighbors will hear. Oh, I'm so glad Merry Christmas comes just once a year. 
Oh, yes, gone nuts at Christmas, but they still have lots of fun. Just the same as you, I enjoy it too. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yogi Jorgensen, a Yasko Nuts at Christmas. Funny man, Yogi Jorgensen. So, what do you think? Are you going to get too much this year? Well, you may want to share it a little bit if you do. Here's Elvis and Too Much. Well, honey, I love too much. I need your love too much. Who want the thrill of your touch? Well, gee, I can't love you too much. You do all the Somebody too much? Uh, and we'll have that for a debate someday. That's uh, some guy named Elvis. Stu's lunchtime break at WICH. Some Christmas songs just last forever. Others are here and, and they're gone. But uh, this particular one by Bing, I know you're thinking right away, White Christmas, which was his biggest seller. But then he also had this classic Christmas song. I don't think we've played this year. The night wind to the little land. Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? Way up in the sky, little land. Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? A star, a star, dancing in the night with a tail as big as a kite. 
With a tail as big as a kite Said the little lamb to the shepherd boy Do you hear what I hear? Through the sky, shepherd boy Do you hear what I hear? Do you hear what I hear? A song, a song High above the tree With a voice as big as the sea With a voice as big as the sea Said the shepherd boy to the mighty king Palace warm, mighty king. Do you know what I know? A child, a child shivers in the cold. Let us bring him silver and gold. Let us bring him silver and gold. Said the king to the Listen to what I say Pray for peace, people everywhere Listen to what I say The child, the child Sleeping in the night He will bring us goodness and light He will bring us goodness W-I-C-H, getting in the spirit with you. A gentleman called up about the free turkeys that were called in earlier today. If the gal that has called it in, give us a call back, and certainly we don't want to get it messed up, but uh, there's some free turkeys to be given away. I believe that was in Preston. In the meantime, for you country music fans, Brooks and Dunn, they're not done till they sing this.
pretended he's a circus clown. We'll have lots of fun with Mr. Snowman to the little buckaroos knocking down. When it snows and it's thrilling, though your nose gets so chilling, we'll frolic and play the cowboy way, walking in a winter wonderland. Walking. We always think of that as a Christmas song, but it's basically a winter song, I would think. But always reminds me of Christmas anyway. WICH weather, Scott Haney in the Channel 3 Early Warning Forecast Center, high 42 and sunny. Tonight, cold 21, Wednesday, sunny and 40. Thursday, increasing cloudiness, becoming breezy. We could start briefly as a wintry mix inland by evening. Otherwise, expect rain at night, high 45. Currently, our temperature now is at 36 degrees. A lot of things going on. I don't want you to miss any of them. So uh, we'll tell you about some of them right now. Old Mystic Village from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. The Holiday Light Spectacular at Old Mystic Village, the largest holiday light display in southern New England, is free to the public and uh, runs through the end of January. Over a half million lights decorate the Old Mystic Village Square. Shops, restaurants for families, and holiday decorate the old Mystic Village. You may want to check that out. It's a beautiful sight, and we're happy tonight. What else is uh, going on? I want you to know that um, displays in Wilcox Park Westerly, 17-foot-tall archway tunnel of stars, and the entrance to the park extends 40 feet, 17-foot-tall archway tunnel that you can walk in. It's all lit. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. And uh, we have also displays in Donahue Park in Pawkatuck. Gazebo will be transformed into a beautiful lit area with crafts created by Stonington Public School students. Twinkling starlights will dangle from trees and the railing along the river. Eight-foot-tall illuminated star chair, 20-foot starry lights, tree, and stars. And a display at Veterans Park in Pawkatuck. Nine-foot-tall illuminated star bridge created by D. Derrick. And uh, some of the things that you can see in this wondrous time of the year. You may want to check it out. We'll tell you more coming up before 2 o'clock today. WICH AM and FM. This week only, visit Boot Barn to save on quality holiday gifts for the whole family. We're offering holiday specials this week where you can get $50 off select handmade and handcrafted exotic cowboy boots, $20 off select western boots for women, plus savings on children's boots. We're also offering additional savings on select jeans, outerwear, t-shirts, and flannels. Visit us this week to save on top quality holiday gifts. Boot Barn. Unwrap the West. 
Join Mark Patrick Seminars. Lose the weight or stop smoking guaranteed. Only $49.99. Seminars Saturday, January 7th at the Hilton Garden Inn, Route 2 in Preston. Weight loss seminar starts at 11 a.m. Stop smoking starts at 2 p.m. Registration 30 minutes prior to the seminar. Then we get Marty Hausberger entertains you mornings on WICH AM and FM. And this year, Thursday at 11 in the morning, we'll be playing the uh, WICH version of A Christmas Carol with Scrooge and Marley and, uh, you know, all those folks. You may want to check it out. The WICH Christmas Carol at 11 on Thursday. Thursday kind of put that down, and you'll hear some of the uh, names of folks that worked here in the past and the present, and I hope you'll have a good time with it. We certainly had a good time putting it together for you. Then we play it every year for the last, I don't know, 25 years. Good grief. 25 years. I was just a kid. So keep in mind that don't be naughty. It's getting close to Christmas time, and uh, you may get nothing. <laughs> Can you imagine getting nothing for Christmas? Sure. Personality Radio, AM 13 Norwich, 94.5 FM, W233DB. It's now one. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The Supreme Court makes a last-minute ruling about Title 42. Correspondent Bernie Bennett has more. It's estimated up to 18,000 illegal immigrants will cross the U.S.-Mexico border a day once the order is removed. Immigration advocates say Title 42 violates the people's rights to claim asylum, and it does not secure the border since the quick expulsion did not carry punishments, meaning people can make repeated attempts to cross. 
Bernie Bennett reporting. A big breeze on the way for much of the nation. National Weather Service lead forecaster Bob Orvick says in addition to the very cold air over the next several days, a major storm in the forecast. Heavy snow is likely beginning on Thursday into Friday from Illinois northward into Wisconsin. And then uh, very heavy snows are out across the Great Lakes. And as we get on towards the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, very active lake effect snows downwind of all the Great Lakes. So it's going to be very snowy anywhere from the Midwest to the Great Lakes over the next several days. Areas of the east that don't get snow can expect torrential rain. Also at townhall.com, the losing candidate in the Arizona governor's race gets approval to call witnesses as she challenges her defeat. On Monday, a judge dismissed eight out of ten claims in a lawsuit filed by Arizona's Republican candidate for governor, Carrie Lake, a Trump champion who lost the election to Democrat Katie Hobbs by 17,000 out of 2.6 million votes. Maricopa County Superior Court Judge Peter Thompson wrote that the law allows Lake to make her case, so she will attempt to prove her allegations in a two-day hearing scheduled to start Wednesday. She's zeroed in on long lines and problems with printers that produced ballots that were too light to be read by the on-site tabulators. Lake argues that the malfunctions were intentional interference by election officials and that ballots were improperly added at a county contractor that handles mail ballots. I'm Jennifer King. The Dow is up 134 points. The Nasdaq ahead 25. More at townhall.com. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. American forces conducting three raids in eastern Syria and arrested six Islamic State group militants. There are some 900 U.S. troops in Syria supporting Kurdish-led forces. In the fight against the militant group, they frequently target IS militants. Germany convicting a 97-year-old ex-secretary at a Nazi camp. The court ruled that Ermgard Fushner was an accessory to murder in over 10,000 cases for her role as a secretary to the SS commander of the Nazi Stuttgart concentration camp during World War II. The defendant was alleged to have aided and abetted those in charge of the camp in the systematic killing of those imprisoned there between June 1943 and April 1945 in her function as a stenographer and typist. The German news agency DPA has reported that Fushner received a two-year suspended sentence in line with prosecutors' demands. I'm Charles Dilladesma. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. The U.S. government's road safety agency says it's investigating allegations that Hertz rented vehicles to customers without getting required recall repairs. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says it has information indicating Hertz rented Nissan and Ford vehicles with unrepaired safety recalls. The agency said that would violate the Federal Motor Vehicle Safety Act. It's opened an investigation to audit Hertz's recall record. 
NHTSA says the vehicles are from the 2018 through 2020 model years. Correspondent Jeremy House. The NHTSA has the authority to fine companies that don't comply with the Safety Act. In Britain, the government says it will not offer more money to nurses and ambulance crews to end strikes that are piling pressure on an already overstretched health system. Thousands of nurses walked off the job today. More on these stories at townhall.com. Belts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Thanks for staying with us on this sunny day. Glad you could join us. Stu is with you on the 20th day of December. We'll do our Christmas carol on uh, Thursday at 11 o'clock. Hello, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Well, bon après-midi, monsieur. Oh, monsieur, welcome. Uh, bon Noël. But did you have a bon appétit for lunch? Bon appétit. No, I had a turkey. <laughs> you had a, I can barely hear you again. What did you have? Turkey. Turkey? Yes. Okay. Hey, I wanted to let you know that song I mentioned earlier, uh, Christmas Hallelujah. Yes. It's uh, apparently done by Chris Tomlin, T-O-M-L-I-N. Chris Tomlin. Well, that helps yeah. me, uh, gives me a better chance to find it. Yeah, it's uh, very nice. It's a choral piece. It's really mm. lovely. Mm. So, well, thank your you. mission, should you decide to accept it, Mr. Breyer, is to find it. Chris Tomlin. Tomlin, T-O-M-L-I-N. Okay, is it an old one or a new one? or? I had never heard it before, Stu, so mm. I'm guessing it's relatively new. They used to pay me to talk. Relatively new. Um... Although, like I said before, it's a very simple chord progression. Mm-hmm. It might be an old tune that's just been recorded recently. I, I don't know for sure. Well, we, but it's Christmas <clears throat> Hallelujah, and if you find it by another artist and it sounds nice, play it. Okay. I trust you. I'll give it a shot. Why? I don't know, but I do. All right. All right, buddy. Thank thanks. you. That's Phoebe's dad. Kevin, Phoebe the cat, one of the most popular cats in southeastern Connecticut and southern Rhode Island. Open forum. We can talk Christmas. We can talk interesting memories or anything else that's on your mind. That's when we have an open uh, forum, and that's what we have today. So our number is 860-889-5252. Sports Network from Learfield. Rebound. Loose puck. Star! The Huskies win! The ice bus rolls on. Shoot! Star! Empty netter! Closes the door! Huskies will win it! Catch all the action all season long on your home for UConn hockey. Catch many of the UConn Husky hockey games right here on 1310 and 94.5 FM WICH. This is Tina Schmidt. The Eastern Connecticut Savings Family extends our very best wishes to you and yours for a safe, healthy, and joyful holiday season. We wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Joyous Kwanzaa, and a safe and healthy New Year. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn's Colitis Foundation.org. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah.
Yeah, Hanukkah is on right now it's for eight days. And we thank you for being with us here today. Here's some odds and ends. A survey. There's so many surveys out there. 40% of consumers say their children are their favorite people to shop for during the holidays. It's not surprising, isn't it? 24% of consumers say their partner is their favorite person to shop during the holidays. 2% of consumers say their father is their least favorite person to shop for during holidays. You know why? Because guys always say, I don't need anything. What would you like for Christmas? I don't know. I don't need anything. Come on, dads, men out there. Somebody asks you, give him a, tell him you want a new car. Hmm? They won't ask you that anymore after that. 8% of consumers say their boyfriend or girlfriend is their least favorite person to shop for during the holidays. Probably too much pressure. Because you really want to impress them, right? Speaking of new cars, uh, a survey by the dating website reveals that men spend more than 1.5 times as much as women on holiday gifts for their significant other. Other findings, men in new relationships budget almost twice as much as women in new relationships for holiday gifts for their significant other. 44% of men and 33% of women in new relationships are open to bringing a new partner home for the holidays to meet their parents for the first time. Hmm? Here's a survey by QVC, the Home Shopping Network. Revealed 66% of men do all of their Christmas shopping in three hours. 23% of men do the bulk of their Christmas shopping in an hour or less. 3% of men do all the Christmas shopping in 10 minutes. 4% of men never buy any Christmas presents. Men spend an average of $600 on Christmas gifts. 12% of women do the bulk of their Christmas shopping in an hour or less. All these statistics in my head. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Could you please play the eight days of Hanukkah? I think Orrin Hatch. Yeah, I've been, I've been looking for that. I, I hope I can find it before 2 o'clock. Yeah, that that would be good. Such, I like that song. It's such a pretty song. Yeah? And uh, I was thinking about it, actually, a few minutes before you called. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to hear that. You know, you know what, too? Um, I've, been, I've been listening all day, which I do every day, and I haven't heard anybody talk about Donald Trump, and, and it's all in the news. Well, I think we're trumped out. Yes, we might be trumped out, but this is news. So anyway, I was just wondering. I, I haven't heard anybody except one woman mm-hmm. who said she didn't think it was an, uh, an insurrection on uh, yeah. January 6th. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's her opinion. Of course. Yeah. But um, anyway, that's the only one I've, I've heard besides myself. <laughs> You know? Well, if somebody wants to yeah, make note should. of that. Yeah, they should. They should speak up about it. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, but I I want to hear the eight days of Hanukkah. Well, if you, find you, it. if you say hocus pocus, abracadabra, hocus abracadabra, abracadabra. All right, here it is. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. The festival of light In Jerusalem The oil burned bright They lit the menorah In that holy place What a miracle To last eight days Eight days of Hanukkah Come let's celebrate Eight days of Hanukkah Let's celebrate tonight Hey! Eight days of Hanukkah The people led the way through the darkest night they prayed Seeking religious freedom did more than just survive They defeated a mighty empire Free to believe just the way they wanted to It made history Hey, Orrin Hatch and his group, Eight Days of Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah, everyone. WICH, welcome. Hi, how you doing? Pretty good, sir. Thank you. Okay. My opinion on that whole January 6th kangaroo court is that it was just that. It was revenge for Donald Trump, and they're trying, to, they're, they're trying their best to make it so that he can't run again because they're afraid that he'll win. <clears throat> so I have a very good friend, very close friend, mm-hmm. who took a bus down there with his mother, who is elderly, okay, and they went down to support Donald Trump because they felt like I do, that the election was rigged. Okay? Because some of the news channels, not ABC, obviously, some of the news channels showed Biden rallies with him on a stage and 10 people in the audience. So, this fellow went down with his mother and they took a bus with a lot of other people and he said there was no insurrection. There was some commotion because there were thousands of people, yes. And the guards were letting people in the Capitol to walk through the Capitol. 
That they have videos of that, so I don't understand why they did that, but they did no, that. I don't either. I, I think it's, no pun intended, all trumped up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, I someone posted on Facebook that uh, police officers died in that insurrection. That's false. In fact, the only one that died was a woman who was shot by a police officer. Yeah, there was a lot of lying going on, and they oh, didn't have man. to do the lying. It was and it was I, bad enough. I to... just get yeah, mm-hmm. I just get so upset because uh, you know Trump maybe could be brash and maybe even a little crude, but he got things done. Right now, what we've got is, in my opinion, again, is a puppet. Okay, you've, you've heard that. They've used that term over the years with some of these little countries that have a revolution and then they install a president, but he doesn't do anything. It's the people behind him that make all the decisions. That's the way I feel. Well, you pretty much know the way I feel. You never, ever hear that on the news because it's hidden. So, okay, sir. Anyway. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy the day. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, want to go back in time, Stu Breyer, to 1964, real quick? 1964, let's go back. Okay, this is in a farm journal, and believe it or not, they had a lot of Washington, D.C. stuff in there, because it did affect farmers back then. Okay, this would obviously be Lyndon Johnson declaring a war on poverty. President Johnson outlined objects, objectives with compassionate, any compassionate person would favor. Now, here we go. This is what he wanted to spend. The president would have the federal government spend $1 billion. Dollars, and that was in 1964. My goodness, that was $190 for job corps, putting 100,000 young men to work, okay? $219 million for work training programs with the federal government paying 90% of the wages of 200,000 young people working in hospitals and schools, etc., Seventy-two million for grants to colleges in poverty-stricken areas. Um, <clears throat> one problem here is that the schools lack jobs, not money. So they're giving it to the colleges like they do now. Three hundred and fifty million for grants to communities to pay. of the cost of plans designed to attack all social ills which create poverty, quotes Sergeant Shriver, and uh, $50 million to fight rural poverty. The U.S. would make a gift of $1,500 per family to the poor. Now, a lot of this stuff is sounds like a repeat of what they're doing all over the country right now. It doesn't sound bad as long as it goes to the poor. Well, yeah, but in in uh, California right now, they're giving, I think it's $1,200 out to anyone who's LGBTQ. I mean, it's the same thing. Now, this, uh, this is what the conservatives from the Farm Journal say about it. 
Okay, it also says there's more to the one billion war plan. This is something that we think it has merit in spots, but most of it would help the politicians more in election year than it would help the poor. This is what happened. The Democrats of the House Labor Committee locked the Republicans out and wrote the bill behind closed doors. They wanted no bipartisan label on this. Now, no, this was in this was in 1964. Yep, 1964. 1964. Under Lyndon B. Johnson, one okay, okay. billion. Well, politics hasn't changed much through the years. What can I no, say? No, no, and um. Anyway, it says that we should strengthen public enterprise, less government harassment, better education, vocational training is needed for all young, um, evening up school opportunities. This is the conservatives. More industry for rural America so people could continue to live in the country and do something profitable. Fair chance for employment for all without regard to race, color, or religion, and needed action by the government. Of course, they want 4-H programs and things like that for the rule. And, you know, so history just repeats itself. They just keep doing the same thing. Well, you know, through the years, Democrats and Republicans have... Very rarely do I remember them actually working much together. And you should see uh, the cartoon. It mm. says it shows Lyndon Johnson hope holding up one billion anti-poverty blueprint, mm. and then there's a guy with a Congress jacket on, and then and then Johnson says to him, "Skip the questions. We must start at once." Reminds me of Pelosi. Pass the bill, okay. so we so we can find out what you said. I couldn't believe it. I right. said, i got to tell everybody. Well, that it's the same thing. Thanks for your latest find. I appreciate it. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the pro- uh, program. Hi, Father Stu. Boston Ben Boston back again. Boston Benny. Yes, Boston Benny. Your previous caller, Patty, prompted me to call in. Okay. For the last inning. I know Joy likes to call them. What's he called? Each segment. Well, this is the anything goes hour. So, yeah, but he call he doesn't call them innings. He calls them something else. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. so Patty said something about why doesn't anyone talk about what happened yesterday at, at the January sixth hearing, and then you had a caller after her who said he didn't. He believed the election wasn't. Legitimate, right? That's correct. So, yeah. Here's what I'd like to say. I believe the previous president has shown that he has an ability to get things done without saying what he wants done. Almost like what you see in some of those movies, the heads of mm-hmm. of illegal organizations. They say things and and they're followers carry out their orders. That's why you see someone like Michael Cohen, he's incarcerated. Previous president goes untouched. And this has been what has happened throughout this man's career. Now, the question I like to ask the caller about the illegitimate election and the people who say what happened on the 6th was an insurrection, why was this 
why were these people called to uh, the Capitol on the day they were going to count the votes, the, the electoral votes? Uh, and why didn't they call the rally uh, uh, from, uh, earlier, like in the, uh, earlier in the week or after the 6th? I mean, come on, people. Another thing is, this country's been divided uh, since day one. And that's why this is what I believe, this is my opinion, Stu, that we're grappling with right now. We don't want to deal with our history. Mm -hmm. and it's, it's, it's tough. I, I feel that the country has to step up to the plate and say, look, we got to acknowledge we 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 are the best country, perhaps the best country that that it exists. But we have to straighten out, clean out, our, you know, get our house in order. So that's it, Stu. All right, my friend. Thank you. Goodbye. I'd like to get the house in order. That would be nice. Stu Breyer with your WICH, uh, 889-5252 if you'd like to check in on anything. Join Mark Patrick Seminars. Lose the weight or stop smoking guaranteed, only $49.99. Seminars Saturday, January 7th at the Hilton Garden Inn, Route 2 in Preston. Weight loss seminar starts at 11 a.m. Stop smoking starts at 2 p.m. Registration 30 minutes prior to the seminar. The holiday cheer is here at Falvey's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. We want to thank our valued customers this holiday season for your continued support throughout the year and wish you all a Merry Christmas and a happy, healthy holiday season. With the big finish sales event starting now and continuing all month long, we'll be sure to provide the best possible deals in a stress-free car buying atmosphere. The cold winter weather is approaching. Falvey's is sure to get you into that new, safe, reliable vehicle that you've always dreamed of. Drive with confidence in any of our new 4x4 vehicles within our Jeep lineup or Ram pickups. We have a great selection of new models on the ground ready for immediate delivery. Not seeing exactly what you're looking for? Speak with one of our representatives or visit us online at falvies.com where you can begin a custom pre-order meeting your needs. Hi, I'm TJ Falvey and I want to wish you and your family a happy and healthy holiday season. We look forward to seeing you soon. Falvies, you're gonna love it. Welcome to the program. Hi. Good afternoon, Stu. Hello there, Larry. Thanks for the card. Oh, you got the card? Yep. Um, Merry Christmas. All I want for Christmas is a radio. You want a radio for Christmas? Yeah, that's what I told my daughter. Oh. That... I, have a, I have a radio in my bedroom. Mm -hmm. I have a radio in the kitchen. And now I need a radio, a new one. Now I'll put the new one in my bedroom and use the old one to put outside in the summertime when I'm working in my garden so I can listen to Stu Breyer. Oh, my goodness. I hope you get one. <laughs> Santa, you're listening. Okay. Larry wants a radio. I got tired of keeping taking it. I had to keep taking the radio out of the kitchen and bringing it outside and plugging it into yeah. the extension cord, you know, when I was working outside. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Then I won't have to do that anymore. I'm rooting for you. Yeah. So we'll see if Santa Claus brings that for me. Mm hmm. Have you uh, been a good boy? No. But you're an honest boy. I watched the whole meeting last night on TV. I didn't feel like going down last night. It was, I think Peter Dystrom was getting aggravated. The meeting was over three hours long. Oh, my All goodness. the people spoke last night about putting an industrial park up in Arkham mm -hmm. in their neighborhood, and I'll tell you, they're not happy with that. Not okay. at all. No, I, I feel the way they do. I kind of I see both sides of the coin on this. Uh, you know, the city wants to make some money. 
um, you know, try to keep the taxes down for everybody in Norwich, and then these people have a nice home and nice quiet area up there, and they really don't want another industrial park with tractor trailer trucks and everything else going through their neighborhood. So, I mean, you, you got to look at both sides of this thing, you know? Well, it must have been a pretty intense meeting. Oh, yeah, it was. I mean, I, you know, and then you had the other people that tried to, you know, NCDC guy, and uh, somebody else was trying to make the point on why, you know, it should go there and stuff, <clears> but... Um, 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 what was Peter's point of view on that? I think Peter is uh, leaning towards having it put in. Uh-huh, okay. Uh, for tax purposes. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure. Now, they canceled the vote again last night. The vote's not going to be until um, the meeting after Christmas now. I think it was January 2nd, maybe, or 3rd is the next meeting, Tuesday night after Christmas. Okay. That's when that that's when they're going to have the vote. They they stopped the vote again last night to have a little bit more um, information on it. All right, my it's friend. A tough, it's a tough subject. Sure is. You yeah. know, we always say everybody says not in my backyard. Mm-hmm. You know, and even though I don't live anywhere near there, <clears throat> I, I I see where these people are coming from. No, it's a it's a tough one. I know. Yeah, it I is. get it. Um, you know, you live in a nice, quiet neighborhood. You got a lot of animals uh, and stuff uh, 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 roaming around, and um, very little traffic. And then all of a sudden, uh, everything's going to change overnight. So it's not easy to to deal with. It's not an easy thing to to look at. Well, uh, one other thing, um, I'll let you go. Uh, I told you before, uh, the guy that just called you. Uh, what's his name? Oh, Benny. Benny. Oh, uh, Benny. So Benny called and, and Patty called and and they've had it they had it perfect. Uh, uh, Benny said that our country is divided fifty fifty and he was perfect. He absolutely right, a hundred percent. And what he how he got it right and how Patty got it right, they both got it right. Is the fifty percent of the people who love Biden and hate Trump were paying attention to all those hearings yesterday and. They want everything possible to happen to Trump, where the other 50% didn't watch anything about yesterday and think that Biden and his son and everybody else is corrupt. So when you you got 50-50, it doesn't matter what kind of evidence you come out on either side, you're never going to change somebody's mind when it comes to you know being a Democrat or a Republican. Well, that's kind of sad, but... Uh... It's probably re- by, probably realistic, <laughs> yeah. right? I guess so. Well, listen, you've got four days not to be naughty, <laughs> right? If you want to get that later. radio, be real yeah, good. Okay. All right, buddy. See ya. Bye. Santa's watching you, boy. What is what a lot of stuff he has to do? Get the toys, watch you, clean the barn. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. I'm not doing very well physically. <laughs> um, I'm dying from a lot of different things, but but I have uh, misdiagnoses and being treated for the wrong conditions. Oh, and I have severely advanced brain damage from an implant tooth that was done. So I'm having a lot of advanced complications. I'm sorry to hear but that. But I wanted to call into the program. We got the angel tree done. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Good. Um, <clears throat> and I'm I'm trying to get another mission done. Hopefully, um, you know it's frustrating. So 
Well, if we can help you help somebody else, let us know. Well, um, I don't know. You know, I can I can encourage people to go on the air when they have a mission, um, like I did. We got done early, so I told the director of the missions committee of the church that next year we should do more children because we got done early. Okay, that'd be good. Take care, Stu. You Bye-bye. too. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, you're on the air. How are you doing? All right, thank you. Hello. Hello. How you doing? All right. Merry Mary. Merry Mary to you. Listen, so um, we talked all a while back, I guess. Maybe mm-hmm. last year I tell you how my granddaughter, they couldn't find out why she was having seizures and everything. Anna Faye. Yeah, so and they, and they basically kicked her out. <laughs> so did she did she get some help? Yeah, we know it's epilepsy, but the thing is, and I'm putting it out there to your listeners and any attorneys, anything. Now they tell she has to I don't know, prove get her grades up where they stuck her down, which is a school for juveniles and stuff in Montville. And you know it's it's you know problem kids and whatnot, but in the beginning they had her diagnosed as psychological non-epileptic seizures. Well, it's not that; it's a medical, and she wants to go back because bad enough, you know, the two years of COVID, they didn't socialize with any kids or anything, and where she is now, she's the only girl in her class, and there's like eight or nine boys or whatnot, and they're all not the same age. Or the same class level, you know, they stick them on all in the. How old? Class. How old is your daughter, sir? How old is your daughter? My granddaughter. She'll be. Yep. She's fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. She's been dealing with this for the last four years, and we finally found out what's going on. Um, the medication we're getting somewhere with it because now she has what we call half seizures, which she will go blind or see kaleidoscope colors. And she hasn't had a real fall blown with the convulsions and everything oh, up until last week. And, I mean, it was like six, seven weeks before she had a big one. So we'll, we'll find you the thing. But I want, I mean, I want a board of trustee or whoever is listening or anybody knows anybody. Uh, and she really wants to get back in there to socialize. I mean, this school is, is not a school. It's just for trouble kids and stuff like that. And my granddaughter's not like that. And I go back and forth. With my daughter on and she said well she said they didn't they didn't give me all the facts and whatnot because what happened when she went to the charter school on Laurel hill you know when she was in the sixth seventh eighth grade they sent all the information to nfa nfa said that she would have an escort with her every time she walked from class to class they never delivered on that and i told my daughter you should got on their bus you know, it's got some heated uh, arguments with me and my daughter, and I told her, I said, if you yelled at them people the way you yell at me, she'd still be in NFA. And now they're saying she has to prove she wants to go back as far as getting her, you know, grades up. She's just a little bit behind, my daughter told me. I mean, but one thing is really stupid. They have gym class, and they're failing her for it. Well, there's seven boys there, and they all want to play football. Hello? <clears throat> 
Well, that doesn't make any sense. I don't get that. So I'm just reaching out to everybody. If anybody knows a trustee or NFA or something, or if there's an attorney out there that could probably help. I mean, you know, she's really... What happens, sir, when she has a, a mild attack? Uh, how, well, how she does, has a mild one. That's what we call, you know, the I mean, how, do, how would one... How would one address that if they weren't a doctor in the in the classroom? Well, they were dealing with it before, but then when they tried try to say it was psychological, they said, "Well, she needs to go to school for problems with kids." It's not. Mm-hmm. And we finally got a diagnosis <clears throat> that is not that. We got that in June. But the thing is, when she has half an episode, she knows what to do. She lays down. You hold her hand, let her be calm, and the thing passes. I don't know at the, at the most within thirty minutes. You know, as far as her having it and being calm and everything, I mean, the kaleidoscope colors and stuff will last for maybe five minutes, if that, yeah. or ten. But if she has a full one, mm-hmm. everybody know about people that have epilepsy, have seizures. You got to put them on your side, make sure, they you know, you know, um, tongue, yeah. uh, agitate and stuff. But, well, listen, maybe we can get some. To do that. Maybe they we. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Maybe we can get some response. We'll see what happens. Yeah, because, you know, they knew way ahead of time before she started her first year in high school, and they didn't have an escort, and their reason was, which I give them a little understanding because nobody wants to work, and they were short staff, but then they were talking about have a student go with her, one class or the other. I mean, this girl, I mean, and then it was one occasion where she took fast, she, she, she cut her, she just, you know, cut herself, not to do suicide, just... You know, just be mad, I guess. But thank God she's only done that one time and everything. All right. And your granddaughter's phone, so. <clears throat> well, you're a kid. Let me give you my number so if anybody can help me. <clears throat> okay. People call. My name is Ken, K E N, like the doll. <laughs> <laughs> and my number is 860 884 1726. You can call me anytime you want. All right, Ken, you're a caring granddad. See if we can get some information for you. All right, thanks. Thank you. 22 minutes before 2, I feel so bad for her. Born with that affliction, but they do have medicine, and uh, it appears to be helping a little bit anyway. Let's check the weather, 889-5252, and we'll talk to you. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Sunny 42 today, clear, cold tonight, 21, mostly sunny tomorrow, 40. Clouds on the increase Thursday, becoming very windy. A wintry mix may start inland by evening. Otherwise, this is rain for everybody else, and a lot of it. Thursday's high. 45, that rain will extend until Friday. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Currently 37 degrees. Hello, this is Dr. Jeremiah Lowney, president of the Norwich, Connecticut-based Haitian Health Foundation. Are you looking for a unique holiday gift for friends and loved ones? Consider purchasing a pregnant breeding goat for a poor family in Haiti. A tax-deductible donation of $150 will provide the priceless gift of self-support. The family is able to build a herd and sell the offspring to help pay for living expenses, food, and schooling for their children. We will send you a photo of the goat that you can share with your loved ones 
Make your tax-deductible gift payable to HHF to the Haitian Health Foundation, 97 Sherman Street, Norwich, Connecticut, or call us at 860-886-4357. You can find us on the web at HaitianHealthFoundation.org. Thank you. Celebrating 35 years, the Norwich Arts Center is a vital part of downtown Norwich at 62 Broadway near City Hall. This week, Wednesday, December 21st at 7 p.m., NAC presents Twas Four Nights Before Christmas, a holiday musical celebration hosted by Derek Williams, featuring area singers. All tickets, only $10. Coming in January, chase the winter blues away with Blues on Broadway. On January 11th, guitar great Clarence Spady takes the stage. To learn more and to buy tickets, visit norwicharts.org. NAC is supported by an ARPA grant from the Cultural Coalition. Let's take another call, 889-5252. Welcome to the program. Hello. Hello there. You talking to me? I'm talking to you. Have him, why, did, why doesn't he call Ted Phillips? Well, that'd be a good idea to call an attorney. 860-889-2333. Ted Phillips has done a lot of pro bono work. And he's a heck of a nice guy. He's a good guy. I agree with you. Yeah. Okay. I'll keep that number here. 889-2333. Okay. Thank you. Hello. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Stu. Yes, sir. I knew I called called in a couple times. I I was, uh, you know, pushing the button, you know, hoping I could tell you something. But, you know, thanks for opening up with Chuck Berry on your... 12 o'clock hour, man. That's oh. good. Run Rudolph Run. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he did, sir. Yeah. You, you getting ready uh, for the holidays? Uh, how are you nestling? What are you doing? Yeah, you know, doing the usual. Hopefully everybody's well. That's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Stu, I'm blessed. I'm a blessed gentleman, man. Now, I told you, uh, the church gave me that turkey and all that stuff. Things are really happening, man. I, I'm really dreaming. Sister Patty told me, hey, come down. I'm going to go down at the end of the uh, winter. I'm looking at maybe fall. Fall around October 20, uh, no, August 22nd, your birthday. You know, I've been along here 44 year, uh, 40 years. Yeah. I'm thinking about going back to Philadelphia. Time to and, visit. And, time to visit your sister. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have exciting things. I've got great people in my life here in Norwich. I've been here 38, 39 years. Thirty-nine years. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I don't know what else to say, Stu Breyer. Okay. Uh, but you know what? You know what I know, Stu. What's that? I can get a podcast because my sister Patty, she's. Bright as a brightest girl, and I can I can listen to your show, and I can still call in. Yep, that's right. You know, brother. So uh, another thing. Oh, geez. Um, uh, now you'll be on the air till Thursday, right? Yes. I love you, man. I'm, uh, yeah, I got a lot of things on my mind still. I'm lost for words, but I love you to death. All right. I love you All so right. much, dude. You're the badass. Okay, Joey. Thanks. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. W-I-C-H-A-M and F-M. Almost went into song there.
Imagine this. You turn on the TV news and the weather folks are predicting heavy thunderstorms, high winds, and possible power outages. They say that some areas could be without electricity for days. Think about it. How would the loss of power impact your family or your business? What if the power really was out for days? System powering down. Wow, that's what it really sounds like when the power goes out. Will you be ready when the storms hit your town? Hi, this is Shelly. I'm here to remind you to have your generators serviced and ready to go ahead of the storms. At Hall Communications, we use ACDC Electric. They are the largest generator dealer in eastern Connecticut and western Rhode Island. They have the most techs on the road with the best training available. They have the largest inventory of parts in stock, and they won't leave you in the dark. Visit acdcindustrial.com online or call Charlie at 860-886-ACDC. ACDC Industrial Electric. We won't leave you in the dark. Welcome to the program. Hi there. Joyeux Noël. Joyeux Noël, Helen. Bon Natale. Bon Natale. Uh, what else? You know, the, this young man who used to talk to you, I never heard a man say to one of the men, I mean, you know, uh, I love you, I love you to death. My God. He's a lovable guy. Mm. I mean, if he say, I like you very much, but love? <laughs> okay, my son would be angry with me if he hear me on the phone. <laughs> oh, God. So, you see, you feel better now, eh? Yes, You're rid of your call, right? Mm-hmm. I feel better. Yes, I do. Thank Not you. me. Nice start. After my son left, it's it. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, oh my goodness. You got a... oh, after my son left, oh, my God. I uh, have this cold, cold, sneezing, sneezing. I don't know why, because I'm by myself with my two cats. My heart is sparkling. I don't know nobody. Only my daughter can come in once in a while. Oh, God. So, so you don't feel good? What's going on there? No, just, uh, but I should not complain because I hear this, this man who used to talk to, about his granddaughter. It's mm-hmm. sad, very sad. And uh, the other man, too, about the, uh, no, the, the, the woman who say she's dying. She said that? She said that. She's been telling me that for years, yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to die. Not yet. No, absolutely not. We're <laughs> hoping she'll get better. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I know. And uh, I don't know. I wash all my floor. You know. Oh. And there's nobody wanting it to cat. It's it. So uh, where did I catch this cold? Well, it's hard to it's hard to explain when people catch things. Uh, maybe, maybe when I go in my backyard. Uh, clean up for the wildlife the time and night time after the call is called. You go, I do should you, cover myself more. You, maybe you caught it when you went shopping. Oh, yeah. But I did go fast. Oh, my God. My daughter want me to take their machine, you know. No, 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 no. I want to walk. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to see for myself. So, but anyway, this lady who says she and the, grand, the grandfather about the, the granddaughter is sad, you know. Yeah. Well, you go, you go somewhere for Christmas? No, I'll be close to home. That's not, I don't do any traveling. Your son come in, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. With his two daughters, eh? He has two daughters, Three. Right? He's got three. 
Yeah, they're good. They're good kids. They're, they're not good, kids really. anymore, actually. Yes, girl, are nice. They're good adults. Yes. Uh, who, how old is the young one? The youngest one is um, eighteen. Eighteen, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, do you think she, the other one got to marry the uh, the young man? Who's oh, yeah. I, I wanted her to. One of them. I wanted her to marry Marty's daughter, uh, Marty's son. <laughs> yes, I knew that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how many children you have, uh, Marty? Oh, Marty has um, um, I think he has three. Three, all sons. Two girls and a and a guy, I think. Oh, it is good to have a girl. Mm-hmm. Girl, do that, I think. Oh well. Um, Feel better, well, Helen. And your family, everybody's all right, eh? We're we're trying to do the best we can. Well, I wish you everybody would. Talk and with you, listen to with you, a merry, a merry Christmas and a very healthy New Year. If yes. you don't have you, your health, and we went, good. that goes for you double. Yes, thank you, honey. All I'll right. let you go. God take, bless you. Take care of yourself. Eighty nine five two five two is our number. If you'd like to call in to the program. If you're struggling with weight and frustrated with dieting each and every year, Mark Patrick Seminars can help. Join the over half million people who have attended Mark Patrick Seminars with feel great weight loss results. Mark Patrick Seminars will be in Preston on Saturday, January 7th. After this hypnosis, I want to eat good food. Since August, I can honestly say I have not had one potato chip. It was life-changing for me. And I don't think about desserts like I used to. Bridget, how much have you lost now? I've lost a total of 83 pounds. Holy cow. It's easy, it's fun, very relaxing, and very successful. And I would just say go for it. For only $49.99, lose all the weight you want, 100% guaranteed. Saturday, January 7th at the Hilton Garden Inn, Route 2 in Preston. Weight loss seminar at 11 a.m., registration 10.30 a.m. Attend this program and find out how the power of hypnosis can help you achieve your weight loss goals. There's limited seating, so get there early. Learn more at markpatrickseminars.com. Joyous Noel, is that what uh, Helen said? It sounds good. I think it's good anyway. The worst holiday candy. According to a survey by CandyStore.com. Well, they should know. These are the uh, considered the worst holiday candy. I used to eat a lot of that. Number 10, peppermint bark. Number 9, chocolate oranges. Number eight, ribbon candy. Number seven, non-peppermint candy canes. Six, Peeps. Hey, I used to eat a lot of Peeps. (laughs) Now I can't even look at them. Number five, old-fashioned hard candy mix. Number four, Lifesavers storybooks. Number three, reindeer corn. Reindeer corn. Number two, chocolate-covered cherry cordials. And number one worst holiday candy. I don't even know what it is. Christmas nougat. Christmas nougat. Anybody have that? I don't. E- I don't even know. I don't even know what it looks like. So that's it. The most holiday candy. A gentleman uh, gave back a Santa statue that uh, was outside Bonjour Maine, a restaurant in downtown Greenville. He apologized to the business owner, got the uh, statue back, and he promised to uh, be a better person. We're going to give him uh, 
kudos for that. He did bring it back. A camera inside Bonjour, Maine, caught on camera the moment that the fella stole Santa Claus. It's like a, a movie. Who stole Santa Claus? Hmm. World War II veteran asking for Christmas cards. Horace Howard Jr., a 105-year-old veteran from Kentucky, is asking people to send him Christmas cards. Enjoys reading them during the holidays. Horace Jr. says it means a lot to him to know that people still remember vets and think about them. And it's just fun for a stranger to read a card to Dad, thanking him for his service. Now, if I had a way for you to send the card, I would tell you, but that was just something I found. Uh, 105 years old, loves to get those Christmas cards. Well, they're kind of nice. People thinking of you. Listen, stamps are pretty costly. Yep. Stamps are costly, and I think it's probably cut down on some of the Christmas cards being mailed. And a lot of people do it uh, online. You know, they send nice gestures online for the holidays, and that's okay, too. Whatever suits you. Hmm? There's a little uh, instrumental by Bert Kempert. It's a... it's a holiday instrumental called Jingo Django. There's a jing in there somewhere. Jingle Jangle, Bert Kemper, W-I-C-H. I'm going to play Jingle Bells in a minute, but I want to tell you that the original sheet music of Jingle Bells sold for $23,000. 
The Daily Mirror says the sheet music for Jingle Bells was recently auctioned for $23,000. It was bought by a Christmas museum in South Korea. The eight-page document was published in 1859. Wow, we've been singing Jingle Bells since 1859? James Pierpont originally wrote it under the title One Horse Open Sleigh. And then we changed it to Jingle Bells. See, I learned something today. 1859. Original Jingle Bells sheet music. $23,000. You have to have a lot of jingle in your pockets to uh, win that auction. I have uh, so many versions of Jingle Bells. Alan Jackson. Amy Grant. Barbara Streisand. Barry Manilow. Bing Crosby, Bing Crosby and the Andrews Sisters, Bonneville Pops, Booker T, Canadian Brass, Carpenters, Dean Martin, Diana Krall, Duke Ellington, Frank Sinatra, George Jones, George Strait. We haven't even got through the Georges yet. Glenn Miller, Glenn Miller Orchestra, James Taylor. Wow, I don't know which one to play. Jimmy Buffett. Jose Feliciano, Kenny Chesney, Kimberly Locke, Natalie Cole, Reba, Scotty McQuarrie, She Daisy, Singing Dogs. I don't know if I'm up for that right now, are you? Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, The Ventures, Wilson Pickett, Barbara Streisand, Jingle Bells. Holy cow. W-I-C-H-I. Hi, Sue. Yes, sir. Hey, you know, how about the George Jones? Because I'll tell you why. There's a podcast. It's called um, uh, Cocaine and Rhinestones. This guy does it. I don't know if you've heard of it, but he, he talks about the, you know, country music and it's, it's, you know, when it started out in like the 30s or whatever from Hank Williams. And it goes right up and he has you know, like several hours of this talking about George Jones and Tammy Wynette and Okay, I'll close uh, I'll close with the more or something. I'll close with George Jones. Interesting. The guy does an excellent job. Okay, I'm gonna close with it. Thank you. All right, thanks. Take care. One horse open sleigh O'er the fields we go Laughing all the way Bells on bobtail ring Making spirits bright Oh, what fun it is to laugh And sing a song tonight Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells Jingle all the way Oh, what fun it is to ride That's George Jones. It was originally called One Horse Open Sleigh, and it's uh, Jingle Bells now.
Hey, everybody, please be 